welcome back to another edition of Men of the Machine. I'm, of course, your host, Kevin, and as you know, every year around the middle of summer, we like to do what is called the Halloween in July, in which me and three of my closest friends get together and review, I was gonna say shitty horror movies, but that is very obviously not true if you look back through what we've done before, but someone always brings something a little uh, out of scheme, so this year of course we are doing it again it's become more of like a friendly tradition than anything for the podcast obviously the podcast something i just do for myself and the handful of friends that listen to it but um it's a great time we all get together have some beers sit down in the basement watch some movies it's it's always fun and this year we are once again going without a theme uh but everyone picked pretty strong choices i think i'd say um and First up is always uh, going to be my choice. I'm always the one to kick it off. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, year after year, I hope you have previously enjoyed, but I hope you enjoy what we have in store this year. And we'll jump right into what we're doing, which is Halloween in July. And first movie is always first movie. It's fine. We'll party. We're having a good time. Uh, first movie is always my pick. Uh, so far every year it's been that. And I chose Puppet Master. Puppet Master. 80s classic. I'm not going to look up the official year because I don't want to spoil myself on the Rotten Tomatoes that we do at the end. All uh, right. What yeah. if I didn't, Google, I didn't what see, if you I didn't see the Rotten year. Tomatoes. But I hit the Wikipedia page okay. to get us some stats. This son this of a bitch. Classic. This is, this is 1989. Okay. End of oh, the age. Oh, so I'm barely, yeah. one year old. Wow. Right now? Like, you were yeah. just born yesterday? Goo, goo, No, I was born a year ago, because uh, I'm one year old. No, because right. if you were Korean, you'd be one. You're, you're yeah, one he's right. Do, yes, you do look Korean, okay, because fine. I don't see race. Oh, okay. <laughs> you piece of garbage. Well, I guess I'm Korean, guys. Is this it is racist to say you don't see race? Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, I, I was totally sure it was. Yeah. The people, the only people that ever claim that are they the don't pe- see that and act that way are the people who... See that and act that way? See that and act that way. Yeah, yeah. the people that say they're scared by black. Yeah, they just want to make sure you know they don't, but when yeah. you're not around, they, don't, they yeah. totally yeah. do. They totally do. <laughs> um, but so I, I chose Puppet Master for three reasons. One, I haven't seen it in so long. It was a new movie to me. This was one of the movies mom showed me growing up that was like one... You know, you guys have similar stories with yeah, like... Yeah, Creepers. Right. And this was one of those movies. Two, I love bringing a movie no one's seen. Well... Minus myself, barring the first thing I said. And three, I, I think, and I talked about this with Bleeders, but it makes more sense here because this one actually works with it. Bad, low-budget, bad animation, bad special effects horror movies are the pinnacle of what horror movies are, and so, they're more important than just to laugh at. I would say, I wouldn't say this is a bad special effect movie. This is a no special effect movie. No, no, it's got claymation. <laughs> uh, it's got a little bit of stop motion, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, stop, stop motion. motion. But, like, it was, like, really weird, because I'm pretty sure, like, at all times, that was real arms. Uh, like, it was, like, real hands. Uh, there was time. one part where I, there was clay hands, or, or plastic, maybe, or whatever. Yeah. One Because I think every time the, the, the strong guy was walking around, it was always real arms, like a guy on, like, a green screen, yeah. like, kind of, like, crawling I'm, around in a I'm green I'm pretty seat. sure that like ninety percent of the budget for this movie went to the puppets. Yes, yeah, oh, hundred percent. They are decently like quality puppets, and it's one of the things that this movie suffered. When we get to that point, this movie suffers from f- most is it's the anti jaws. 
it shows you everything so that it no longer matters when you see they, it. So they, they actually, they did a few cool things. This actually, they this did. And this actually watched. does something, like I think, really weird where they, they show you everything, but they never explain anything. Exactly. Yeah. And I wanted to bring something that a lot of modern horror movie fans expect the most, like, technical camera work, very well-hidden effects that make it seem in, and they're like, act like that's the only way you can enjoy it. Which I get. Franny doesn't like watching old movies in general because the cameras and effects are all funky and the acting's a little whatever. But I think it's super important to, like, fudge that in. So Puppet Master is a cult classic about puppets that murder people. Mm -hmm. And this movie, I think maybe next year I'll bring Hellraiser because this movie reminds me so much in Hel- of Hellraiser. It does remind me of Hellraiser. In I, terms I, I, of the I, budget I, and style. And yeah, yeah the, sh- the show you but don't tell you sort of stuff and all I, that. I think we should legitimately for next year like iron down a theme of just like classic horror. Well, we can't. Because we have a non-classic yeah, horror film. I the like, classic do, horror I do is... have a movie for that. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about that. If well, I can remember the name of it, but I have. To. <laughs> it's zombie strippers. Obviously, oh, yeah, Jenna Jameson know. was great in that. Yeah. Uh, Not confused with it. <sighs> yeah, you botched the joke. He flubbed it on stage. Damn. Heckle him! Heckle him! Uh-huh. Okay, you're a garbage head. Craig, I know. <laughs> you know what, Craig? Heckle no, him! No, Craig, <laughs> Craig, you are a ginger Ooh, piece this of man. Oh, I thought you were going to go... I, my hair is brown with a slight tinge of it's red. red. That's it's a ginger red. piece no. of fuck. I thought you were going to go, Not beard is weed, and you did. <laughs> I was hoping for that. Uh, but anyways, back to what we were doing. Uh, so, I do want to say, though, that if they put all their money into the puppets... They didn't put any into the actors because they play all they the like knockoffs. Gibson. I will give them this benefit. They have all knockoffs. Well, I yeah. will give them this benefit for for acting specifically. All the actors do act, and yeah, that's no, more actually, than you can say act- for B-list horror movies. The yeah. acting in this movie is not bad. Well, it's not I good. think what you're saying is that none of the actors are people you know. Right. No, I wouldn't and, say it's like good. You're not going to well, write home about this, but there's I there wasn't any point where I was like, at seeing one of these actors' performance going like. Oh god, they a trolls too, that sort of. Yeah. Oh no! But it's also like you will never find another movie any you of you guys have ever seen. You'll never find Pretty much. another <laughs> like it... movie with these actors. Yeah, exactly. I have a career ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like you know, like the classic. Is it? I assume this is considered a B horror movie. Oh yes, right? yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But it's not like it doesn't have any of the B horror movie like A listers like Doug Jones or anything. Yeah, or even someone that. This is something uh, I Yo, thought no of. There's no Tara Reid. Right, of course. <laughs> this is something I thought of when we were watching it, is that horror movies have two brands of actors in them. A, the people starting a career and actually mm-hmm. going somewhere. The Jennifer Aniston's, like, mm-hmm. in, she was from Leprechaun and one yep. other one. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or whatever, people like that. And then they go on, they forget about horror, and they actually do what they consider real mm-hmm. acting and drama and whatever, whatever. And then you have the other, which is the people who are 20, 30 years into their career, regardless of how old they are, just doing shit. Carrie Elways or whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to add a... Oh, Carrie Yules. Yules in Saw, stuff like that. I'll add a little uh, qualifier to that, though, is that is like class, like, like 80s and 90s horror movies. Right. Because horror movies starting like, you know, 2004 onward started to actual cast like A-list celebrities. And And there's a reason why all those movies suck. Yeah. They put their budget there when they should have been paying attention to, you know, the story and mm-hmm. what's going on. Well, I'll have you know that in the 90s, we do get to see Owen Wilson get decapitated, so... Uh, you also get to see Matthew McConaughey wow. catch a chainsaw in, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, and all that stuff's great, but what? Uh, but like this Craig, movie... Craig, have you ever seen, you ever seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? 
That's uh, a good choice. I have not. Wait, the original or the yeah, McConaughey? The original. Okay, the original's great. McConaughey one's also fun. Yeah. I didn't say it's great. Fine, but it's mostly just a remake of the original. It's exactly a remake of the original, yeah. Yeah, the, except they the make the, the, the Gormor uh, yeah. graphic. And then they rebooted it again in the 2000s and again in the 2010s. That movie has gotten rebooted, not sequelized, more than just about any horror movie. Um, but anyways, what I was saying was, this movie applies to neither of those two things. None of these casts did anything after. No one in this yeah. cast did anything before. At least not that you would be like, oh shit, that's Chris Rock in the new Saw movie. Like, <laughs> that's what he is now. I don't know why he did that movie. The reviews are terrible, but I'm interested. Wait, Chris Rock's in the new Saw movie? Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson are the two top billed people. Oh. Okay. Is it just like they're like... spiral. Were they like, Rona hit us real hard, we need to pay for our yacht? I, I don't know. Uh, Patrick saw it and he says it's actually like a decent movie like the obviously it, it suffers from horror movie bullshit but like the acting's great i would hope so with those two people yeah like those people um, yeah like, i think carrie ooh, what do you mean by those people <laughs> come on you can't do that yeah. you're, you're, the one, you're the one from the south you're yeah. racist you owned people wait are you from the south or are you genetically from the genetically south? okay the so south. then wait, no, no, i thought, I thought your you. parents were from like the carolinas no no my, my parents are from texas that's and the South. No, where were you born? I was born in Connecticut. Yeah, he ain't from what, the South. What uh, what hospital? Uh, Hartford. God, you I'm going to gatekeep the South on you now. I get to do that because I was born there and I lived there a while. Also, you? You yeah, born I was in born Texas? in El Paso. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, But like, you like you were like, your first memory is not even from there, right? No, we moved back when I was seventh grade mm -hmm. ended and I missed the New York City trip and I was very sad. Okay, so, so you were born in the South like my dad was born in Scotland. Yeah, but I went back to the South for a year. Did he go back to Scotland? He's never been back to Scotland. Okay, and, well, Ben. And my aunt, like, I'll square up with him dad. for him, like, all I'll the time. I'll square up with him like this. Like this. He's pelvic thrusting towards well, the Well, it was supposed to be hip checking. But it was, or, I mean, chest yeah, checking. Yeah, check. No, no, chest yeah, checking. Yeah, not just hip checking his way around. I'm not telling you what I'm going to hip check do to your dad, but it is Pride Month. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> hey, it ain't gay underway. Does that dad is, in the Navy? He's never been in the Navy. Okay, got His it. dad was in the Navy. I know, Grandpa was, but I didn't... I was like, wait a minute, I never heard this. Anyways, moving on. Puppet Master. Yes. Oh, don't we have, like, introductions? Everyone knows who we are. I'm going to do that in the... Remember I said I'm going to do a thing? This is oh, the yeah. fourth yeah. Halloween in July? Wait. Yes, officially the fourth. But what... We're going to edit in post. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, I'm going <laughs> to stop the cast, do it, and leave it in the middle. <laughs> uh, I mean... Why not? Yeah, I, we're I'm, only 18 minutes in. I've I've done that a lot. Or just for fun, we all say a different name. Like I'm Craig. There you go. No one would know. There's uh, Kevin. <laughs> I really enjoy doing like solo introductions. I think it's fun as hell. Um, but this is our fourth Halloween July. Now it's less of a podcast, more of just like a something what you're doing it's great. Just hang out. Event. It's just yeah. something we Craig talk about. Craig is so to get drunk he's for. throwing booze at the camera. Yeah. I would camera. argue that the <laughs> Nice, you're doing great. <laughs> Jake is so drunk he thinks the microphone is a camera. It is a camera. That's why I'm posing for it. Outside of D and D in the past, Halloween in July makes up I would say roughly fifty percent of the time that we spend together in a year. Outside of D and D. Okay. It's like a birthday, Thanksgiving and Christmas and maybe one other birthday. I miss Craig's birthday almost every year. Yeah. Uh, it's because you don't love DJ him. doesn't do anything, and right. I have to give him a present at Halloween we do in have July. Craig, I'm not even sure when DJ was born. 1936. Four years after Craig. And he died in 1937. Right, 30 years. It was Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it was Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it was Monday in 1936. Do you know the day you were born? It was a Tuesday. Ah. Do I don't know. know. I, he, I, he actually remembers it. I think... Yeah. It was like on Tuesday was the first day it I demolished dark. the pussy. It was dark. It was warm. I felt <laughs> an intense pressure. And then a light. Uh, that's from a... That's from like family or something. I don't know. But anyways... Um, I was also born on a Tuesday. 
Look mine up. Uh, what's your shoe? May 15th, 1991. Oh, shit. Now everyone's going to steal my medical records. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to tell Craig when I was born because he should the, know. I'm going to guess a Wednesday. For the for record, me? my no, social security number Wednesday. is... <clears throat> I have no idea what It's why Thursday is my favorite day because I had to get through the growing pains of day one. <laughs> yeah, it was it's rough. rough. Craig, didn't want to look funny. up when I was born. He's being a dick. You said you wouldn't tell me. No, you don't know my birthday? October 23rd. No, I don't know anyone's birthday. I don't know... And just said it. Kevin just said it. October 23rd, 1991. Uh, This guy's an asshole. 23rd. I thought we were friends. Can't believe this. I know everyone's birthday except yours. It's February 1st. I said I don't know anyone's birthday. This is why Craig wasn't invited to my wedding. That's why. Yeah. And you always will be a plus one. What? No. What day is it? You did invite me and Jimmy was my plus one. No, that doesn't sound right. Jimmy was invited. It was Wednesday. Wednesday, brothers. Woo! What were you, Tuesday? They were Tuesday, brothers. Tuesday. 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 Old people born on Tuesday. High-fiving, right? high-fiving over the mic. I'm sure that sounds I've right. heard that if you were born pre-1950s, you were born on Tuesday. So yeah, that checks out. Um, so we did Puppet Master, which is a great movie. And it was a movie. I, I like it a lot. I think it's... Um, it I understand why there was it has nothing a, There's nothing offensive about it. I understand why it has a cult following, because mm-hmm. the character designs I personally love. The puppets are awesome. I th- that's the only character design. The rest are just people. Yeah, no, I mean... There's nothing fun. It's in Shining's hotel. My only problem with it is the kills are so dumb. Yes. I forgot to turn off the dehumidifier. Please well, wait. every character in this movie is very dumb, and it's very much in yeah. the vein of this is a horror movie with an unlikable cast, so it's fun to watch them die sort of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I think my big problem with the movie is that it had the right elements of a horror movie it just felt really rushed and not set up so here's what i actually when you said that when you're watching i made a mental note that i wanted to talk about this so we'll get through the plot in a second actually let me get through the plot really quick so that way we can point out there's a puppet master basically there's a puppet master in the 30s who can bring things to life using egyptian magic he does that and and nazis come to kill him or sorry let's just say he was a puppet master in the 30s, the same way that SpongeBob is a 90s cartoon. Exactly. And it, but it ex- this movie kind of explains everything at the end. So it's, it's, at the beginning, you have like no context for it. It's just right. this old dude with living puppets. Some Nazis well, come does his thing. His door you do he... know it's magical because he does his thing and he shows his scrolls. So you, you know it's kind of a magic thing. Assassins, not Nazis. Yeah, they were assassins. They yeah. were just assassins who speak German. Yeah, they just happened to be German in the, in the 30s. 30s. In 1939. Yeah. You know, but they show that's actually what started World War Two. Th- it, it was a very uh, you know it wasn't it's not taught in many schools, but right. actually World War Two was fought uh, over these puppets. Yes. The, they they come to kill him and he kills himself and the puppets get locked away in a hotel. Flash forward, there's a bunch of people who call themselves magicians. They're clairvoyance. Like, why did they just, like do they just call it magicians because like it's 1989 yeah, it's and just they just the, they just figure that well, like people I think are too dumb to know I what I think it's because is. of what I'm gonna talk about in a so, second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. So so the clairvoyants go to the hotel, puppets start killing anything, they figure it out. We'll get into the beats in a second, but to address Craig, the movie, I I think that, and this is a problem of, I've talked about it many times on the podcast with 2000s horrors in specific, the story of a horror movie, obviously there's exceptions, should always take a backseat to the actual horror elements. Now, this movie doesn't do the actual horror elements that special, mm-hmm. but in regards to setting it up in a mysterious way that you don't understand and ending it with an exposition dump, I think is exactly adequate for a horror movie. Well, yeah, I agree. Setting is, like... Honestly, like, you can give me zero story in a horror movie as long as, like, you know, just drop... The, the horror. Yeah, yeah, drop people in a house and just don't tell me anything. It's, you know what's the perfect merch. example of this in a genre-bending sort of way? 
The Expendables. The story is irrelevant. You're going to see a bunch of muscle guys be muscle guys, and in the end, take down muscle guys. Yeah, like, so, as far as... Or Fast and the Furious. Right. (laughs) As far as the setting goes, the the movie is set in a hotel called... California. Yeah, it it is set in the Hotel California. California. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. (laughs) Right, right. There are some people getting stabbed with steel and knives, so... Was this movie... But did they kill the beast? What came out first, Hotel California or Puppet Master? It's got Hotel California. You think so? It was the Eagles in the 80s? In the 70s. 70s. In the 70s? 70s? Are they that old? I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. they are that old. You want to know what makes you feel really old? Us uh, listening to 90s music is like us is like our parents listening to 60s music. And they didn't listen to 60s music. And they didn't. Music. Yeah, they all listened to 80s so music. So we should be listening to 2010s music. Yeah, which when, we do. Which we do. But I love 90s music. You're stupid. And I love T-Pain. What's yeah. it to you? <laughs> uh, but anyways. Uh, I'll buy you a drink. I thought you were going to say that. Uh, did you know the Eagles have the official best-selling album of all time do they it's their greatest hits album <laughs> it's a, it is the largest selling album the reason why it's not included in I'm charts is th- because it is not an album I, I really struggle to think of eagle songs other than life in the fast lane and hotel california i wouldn't have known they sang life in the flight if you didn't say that would have never known I mean, hotel sure california it's all i got uh no i can't think of another but i know another song that if it played i'd be like mm. oh and i wouldn't be surprised if DJ just corrected me and said i was wrong yeah but i don't think wrong? i am okay mm. But Are you going to sing Life in the flat Fast Lane for us? I can change the mic setting. I'll set it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some karaoke, set it on cardio. Uh, yeah. Anyway. You say cardio? Cardio. Cardoid. Cardoid. Cardoid in the city. Cardoid in the city. Cardoid in the city. Sorry, sorry. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, the setting of Puppet Master, it's this hotel. I actually kind of like the setting. It's no Overlook Hotel. Uh, the Bodega Inn. I, I was going to say, yeah. it did give a name. Not I couldn't remember it. What's the difference in a hotel and an inn? Actually, I would say that's more of a hotel than an inn. An inn is it's more both, rustic. Yeah, I think of an inn as like... What, you know, so is it just set in timeline? Oh, I think of like an inn as like some, I don't know, some like grandma at the front that's desk. That's bed and breakfast. No, well, that's, that's at their house. An inn, that's a B&B. An inn usually also has like a common room with like music and food. Well, there was, uh, there was a common room. There was. Right, like they all ate dinner they were, at that. Yeah. yeah, they all ate dinner at that, that, that dining room. That was more of a dining room, which Good. hotels do have. Some hotels have Some restaurants. That's true. Not all hotels have dining rooms, and this was not a restaurant. So oh, Craig yeah. has confirmed it. This is an inn. It's an inn. Okay, Thank sure. Thank you, Craig. You, you, mean, it's you are so it's smart, Craig. God, you are the smartest He's person. He's not. In this Don't room. hype him up, please. Yeah. As far as like the personality of the the hotel, it's not. You know, it's not the Overlook Hotel. It's not quite that iconic, but it's a sufficiently creepy hotel. What's the Overlook Hotel? Am shining. The, the shining. shining. Yeah. And you can tell it's kind of going for that mm-hmm. vibe. It a wants to bit. show you the hallways. There's a little bit of Psycho in there, too. The Shining yeah. is a movie I have definitely seen all the way through from start to finish and can't think of anything that happened other than the iconic scenes. I've never seen it. <gasps> oh, that could be my classic I've, horror movie. I've never I've seen, seen it. it. Mm. That would be a good choice. Continue, Deej. So, the other thing that I think is uh, like the hook to this movie is the characters and the fact that they're all, as they say in the movie, magicians, but right. that basically just means so psychics. They, they, only I, Alex that, that's, does. What, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. He does refer to them as magicians, but he does say they have psychic powers. I do think the reason they say magicians is because he assumes the lady's a dumb-dumb. Right, it's just yeah. to smooth it out. Yeah, and he does say like the magicians 80s, the first time. Yeah, it's the 80s and women are property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The very first time he says, well, we're sort of like magicians with all special abilities. The second mm-hmm. time is when he's like, well, remember, I'm a magician. And mm-hmm. so it, kinda, there, there is a little bit of a I, bend to it because they are kind of like, in addition to being like psychics in like how you would understand it in the 90s sense, 
they are also kind of magicians in like how you would understand it in the arcane occultist sense. Each one has yeah, their own I thing. Think, I, think it's, I think it's kind of like how in Rose Red, like everyone brought to the house had like their own like different psychic powers. I don't remember Rose Red. Really? And uh, yeah. uh, he does use words like alchemist and whatnot. Yeah, and, like a yeah. historical. Well, so, yeah, and they're saying that they're saying that like the uh, the powers that are used to uh, animate these uh, these puppets is alchemy. Yeah. yeah. He referred to the the guy that we saw die in the beginning as an alchemist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not to be with Al the chemist. So we can bang through the opening scene real fast. All right, Craig, bend over because we've already touched okay. most of it. Uh, he <laughs> touched most of Craig too. Old, old creepy man. Every every scary movie has one. Old white creepy man with an European esque accent. Uh, summons life to these puppets, and the puppets warn him that there's Nazis coming, and he says, "I'll take care of you." He packages them beautifully in a little case. And shoots himself in the face. First, yeah, that's my first problem. Though, like that, he just kills himself. Like, he has the advantage, and like he uh, has yeah. the he has the element of surprise in the fact that they are breaching a room that they are not aware of. I because of he what you learn because of what you learn later. I am assuming it has something to do with the. I w- you know what? Not assuming because it's just left wide open. I don't think the person who created it intended anything. So I will just say my interpretation of it is. It has something to do with the life spirit he's putting into these puppets. Okay. And I also want to say, I, I actually don't have a problem with this. I right. understand it. I, You're I, just like, hey, come on, yeah, shoot come him. Come on, shoot the yeah, guy in yeah. the face. <laughs> but uh, they even mentioned that, uh, I mean, this is obviously jumping way later, that he's putting his own like life force into exactly. the puppets. And like, they are fine around him and he's afraid for what happens if they're in someone else's So hands. maybe killing himself was like, now I can be these puppets and murder everything. Oh, you're thinking he, you're thinking he transfers, you know, he soul he, transfers. Yeah, maybe not all of him, but enough of him to be like, well, I'm 80, <laughs> Nazis are coming, I'm good with this. Also, this is another one of those tropes where it's like, the Nazis and the occult. I know. It only does it a little, but enough. The Nazis did love the occult. It never says well, the word Nazi once in the movie. Right, so. right. Only one Nazi liked the occult. Hitler actually didn't like the occult at all. And then this crazy lady named Ceviche Devi later on created this whole... Ceviche? Like, yes. Yes, c- Ceviche. Do you even no, know no. what Ceviche is? A food thing? What is it? Yeah, it's <laughs> a food thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a food thing. <laughs> yeah. Now this is Craig's quiz of what is the food Craig's thing. Craig's Corner. I don't corner. fucking know. Oh my god. Uh, it's... Typically, a t- it's typically tuna in like an acid. Ew. Raw, sliced Ew. It's, really it's, fine. It's raw. In oh, the you mean like it's yeah. not? It's not like cooked with heat. Oh, meat. you mean like tuna, tuna, not yeah, that yeah. shit you get in a can. First yeah. off, that shit in a can like raised me. <laughs> Second off, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, most of the time, the shit in the can isn't even tuna. They yeah. they, they test it. It's, it's all sorts of fish. Yeah. It's just yeah, whatever they can. No, it's not. did you know that actually, uh, mythical chef Josh just talked about this. Just slight aside. Oh, you mean the guy that your friends on Facebook that has right. commented on your pictures before? Multiple. They share a cat name. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh no, no, not anymore. Right? Ex-girlfriend. Um, oh. He actually talked about it. The whole like dolphin in your tuna thing comes from a mistranslation of what the fish's name is. I don't remember which fish it is, but it, it was to... actually Dolph Lundgren. Right, it was Dolph Lundgren <laughs> that got it into a can. Um, so I didn't know that the occult thing with Nazis was real. I thought that was always just like Cthulhu sci-fi bullshit. Um, so the, the, yeah, yeah. The it, the amount of like emphasis that. Like is put on the Nazis in the cult is not real, but there was Nazis that were like, "What if?" Yeah. There, there was one. I forget who it is. Maybe it was Himmler, but there was one Nazi that was really into it, and Hitler was like, "Come on, dude, that's not." Was cool. he the one trying to reanimate the dead? But then yeah. at, it, no. it is true that the Nazis fought the Elric brothers, and yeah, yeah, right. yeah. No, Hitler didn't believe in like wizards and shit, but he did believe in astrology. But but then. But then, you know, Hitler dies in World War II, and th- this lady that lived through all this, she was like a, a Greek-French person. Her name was Savitri Devi. She moves 
during World War II, for some reason, she goes to India, right. and she pretty much brings fascism over there, and she combines Hitler with Hinduism and a sun god, and then... Hitlerism. And then she creates this thing called esoteric Hitlerism, where she brings back the, the whole... She was just occult, joking about Hitlerism. Occult yeah, thing yeah. back to, to Europe, and then somehow she also is the mother of eco-fascism. So if you ever meet someone that like likes to bomb people uh, in order to save the environment, like loggers... It's also weirdly Nazi. Are you saying too. they like to bomb loggers? Yeah, no, like okay. loggers like to bomb right. people to yeah. get access to. Not, some to be, not to be confused with what DJ likes to do, getting bombed on loggers. Right, yes. right, right. And I, I totally like did he not does. steal all this information from another podcast. Well, yeah, steal information. You learn information and project it forward. Sure, yeah, it's, it's only it's only stealing if you publish it to make. Now that profits. sounds like something a communist would say. I'm more <laughs> of a libertarian. Oh, yeah, wow, you're cool. the worst. I don't know yeah. what they are. I just know Craig doesn't like them. Craig hates libertarians. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't hate libertarian. Well, I don't hate libertarianism. Hey, I hate libertarians. Not a political uh, Not a political right, Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, back to, the, back to the matter at hand is when you get past that, you immediately go to, to the modern day. Circus or uh, carnival? Oh, it goes to Connecticut first. Oh, it goes to Yale. No, we all know, as we yeah. all know, the scariest thing in the world is it's Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. So let's I, run through our characters. Yeah, okay. You all, you only get him first, Alex. Yeah, first, we have Alex. No, we get Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, he is a bargain bin Mel Gibson. Yeah. Like I actually like legitimately like I was looking at him, like is that actually Mel Gibson at first? It, like it, the timeline doesn't match up. 89's Mel Gibson had pitch black hair, was super fit, and mm-hmm. was awesome action hero. Also, but yeah. like I was twenty I was, years later. Yeah, I was Mel. trying to think to myself like when was Mel Gibson like really sought after, and when would it have been like you know this is you know intro like Johnny Depp was in. Uh, yeah. This, this is like mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon three era Mel Gibson. Is what three, he's got three right to four, yeah. three to four, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he was like the action star at the time. Yeah, um, and he is, it shows you his power without telling you anything. He has dreams where he can see something. Just prophetic dreams. Have you noticed that he always has like dreamception though? Yeah, like, yeah a it, dream in a dream. It is always a dream in a dream. He always wakes up to another dream and then wakes up for real. It's part of the power, maybe. Yeah, of course they use, they mostly use his power for one foreshadowing and two so that they can have a nice scare where something freaky happens and oh, it was just a dream. Yeah, and it's always. Did you read Word Up magazine? Mm. Right, well, and then Eddie D and Salt and Pepper up in the limousine, and then we go to the carnival. Yay! Which is I actually really <laughs> like this character. The, the, this is actually this, is this was my favorite. Like, I if those two people movie. had been characters, I'd have been more in, but it's fine. It's a it's a it's a girlfriend and a and a boyfriend, and she's like, "Are we gonna get married?" And she's like, "Oh yes, married with children." She's like, "Well, why would I do that if this bum won't get a job?" He didn't graduate tenth grade, <laughs> and and they lay it yeah, on like, that she's yeah, she's like, "Sure, he'll get a job. He'll I see a job in retail." Yeah. Well, how would he get a job in retail? He never graduated middle school. To be so fair, at what point in history did retail go from like a sought after job? Two thousands. So like, why was retail like a sought after job back then? Was it was everything on commission back then? Everything was on commission. Okay. Uh, and I remember, I, I've seen this not remember, but if you watch like eighties and and nineties sitcoms, mm-hmm. being a like J C Penny manager well, like, was like, like yeah, upper middle like, class. I, I like, know, like uh, it's, it's a big thing in uh like the Lovecraft Country uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, show where like like that. her trying to get the job at. Uh, I don't know if it was like a made up like department store or not, but it was a department store. It was right? essentially a JCPenney. Mm-hmm. Right. But like that was like a big story thing where she becomes yeah. white to get a job. They weren't 
I would assume and then she heal fucks someone. I w- that's oh, awesome. she does. I would assume that part of it is because a the expansion hadn't reached the part where it does now, where there's literally a moral anywhere you look, mm-hmm. like literally anywhere, so that the amount of them that was less, so the job was more rare. And b, obviously, it's just inflation. You made actual money. You're, even though if your scale was low compared to today's, your money was worth a lot. Oh no, it's it's infuriating when you look at yeah. how much like, like I mean, my dad bought his first house on like seven fifty an hour. Yeah. Or you look at people who, who talk about how they were, like, a stock boy for, like, 20 years. You're like, why the fuck would you do that for 20 years? Because they made enough money to live. Like, mm-hmm. enough and some. Good on them. But, you know, in this, yeah, it talks up how he's going to be a, a big salesman. He's going to be rich. And the guy goes, I'm a gold mine. His only line in the whole thing. I'm a gold mine. If, but it's like super obvious that this lady is cold reading them very badly. Yep. She even does these, the, these two. Your grandma's <laughs> not going to be around much longer. My grandma's dead. I meant his <laughs> grandma. Also, I want to point out that if the first character was a bargain bin uh, Mel Gibson, this character is a bargain bin Carrie Fisher. At least to me, that's what she looks like. I guess I get it, yeah. I don't see it as much, but I also like. Think Return of the Jedi, Carrie Fisher. I'm not a giant nerd like you. Yeah, we don't watch Star Wars. No, I, I honestly, I mean, I know I have seen Star Wars more than once, but it was never my decision to watch it. No, oh, me either. That's not true. I chose to watch uh, Attack of the Clones in in theaters, and I don't regret it at all. I love that movie. Isn't that the oh, one? Right, that... you've never seen Return of the Jedi. I've only seen one, two, three, four. Ooh. I watched four because of this clown. We ate Dunkaroo dip and and Lunchables. It was great. Have oh. you ever left Dunkaroo dip for like two or three days? No, no. I'm assuming it, like, it becomes turns cement. into bread. What? What? I'm interested. Like now. it becomes like like I don't know. It becomes like almost like cookie dough, basically. Like and did you bake it? Is that how our ancestors made bread? Yes. <laughs> they, made bread. Yeah, they, they made Dunkaroo dip. Jesus <laughs> turned water into Dunkaroo dip. <laughs> yeah, like, and they made bread. Let yeah, them I eat bread. Was, That's what it's all about. I bread think, was just an archaic term for Dunkaroo dip. <laughs> right, right. I think it was this Thanksgiving I made a Dunkaroo dip, mm-hmm. and then like the next day it was a lot more solid, and then by the second day it was almost like you had to like. It was took effort to scoop, scoop it out. Scoop it? I love it. Scoop, scoop, uh, my favorite thing about that was Dad just apprehensively staring at like, what the fuck is a Dunkaroo? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, don't like it. I don't understand it and I don't like it. <laughs> that's, how I, we, that's how we... Should I it. salt and pepper this? <laughs> should I... I don't know what to do here, guys. All right, hold on. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite Kevin to something because Kevin likes sports. I'm not going to Miami. Come to Miami. Alex is coming. Uh, Alex that, is coming. That is exciting. Although Alex doesn't add anything. It's a just being around Dad to Miami would be fun. It, it's, so. a bro- it's fun. I know, I can imagine like, like, it would be great. Like, hey. take, take, take away going to the football game, which I think you'll have fun anyway. I mean, yeah, I've never been to a football game in my life. The so whole trip is cool. fun. Come with us. Uh, hey, Miami is crown center for white boy summer. Party in the city where the heat is on? <laughs> sure. All night on the beach till the break it on. I'm Will Smithing you. You uh, love Will Smith. They okay. have the big sign. They don't have the big sign. Oh, I'm out of here. Back to the movie. Mm-hmm. Back to the future. Getting jiggy no, thank you. I hate those movies. Well, They're speaking of Back They're to the bad. Future. They're so bad. Our next character introduction has like a flux capacity. No, wait. This is very important. So, so this fake knockoff right, right. clairvoyant, she's doing her bullshit. Clairvoyant? Right. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. In spite of how bad she are, these two people at the carnival are just eating it up. Like, and, and it's typical of yeah. like that person. She's telling them what they want to hear and you know, it's like, ah, uh, but she does get a vision of a woman, it's her, being like... Spoilers. Dra- well, I mean, if you're, you can see the faces. She's dragging herself through a hallway and a knife comes at her and you're like, oh. And then it flashes to our 
flux capacitor. Yeah, so there's two people. There's a guy that looks like Steven Seagal. Yep. And Although I once again I argue he looks more like Nathan Barnett now. I have a very real Fred question for I have a very real question for the four of us. As men bald, they have very few options. Yes. Shave the head, keep their haircut, but let it just keep receding in whatever way it naturally does. Or let it bald on top and take a very small little th- ponytail out the back. That is legitimately the only third option. So, yeah, I think that third option is the bad one. But it's the I, worst one. And uh, that is there, the option this a, guy is going yeah, for. He, <laughs> it, it's the professional skullet. Because yes. you tie it back. Yeah, you have to tie yeah, it. Yeah, and it seems like this guy isn't psychic, but he's trying to like do studies to like tap into people's psychic energy. He is, he is a scientist yes. who is researching a psychic... pervy scientist. Yeah. And he is extremely horny. Whose name is Frank. Frank? Yeah. Ferdinand? His name Frank? is Frank, and his... FF. I remember FF. It was Frank something something. I don't remember. His girlfriend yeah, his, is... his last names are only in the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His girlfriend is... Actually psychic. Actually, yes. And her name Carissa. is... Carissa. Yeah. Carissa, okay. She's got fuck boins. Yeah, yeah fuck boins. Yeah, they, they say it's psychometry, which is the ability to, like, read an object is in that, is history. That, is that actually what... Yeah, they said it in there. Yeah, I, I thought they said it. Oh. It's like, is that actually That's what... A, it's a thing. Right. I thought they said well, sex I, I know, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. It's like um in the latest uh the, the House on Haunted Hill series on Netflix, the mm-hmm. the one lady with the gloves, if she takes them off, she touched something, she's like, yeah. oh. She's yeah, like, I was just wondering if psychometry was actually the name of that. <sighs> yep, it's a yeah. thing. Do they okay. talk about and that, that, that is... at all? But, but she has fuck Charmed. psychometry. I don't know. Phoebe yeah. does that, but they never call it that. They don't They don't specify that it's fuck psychometry, but, but she one, only sees 100% of the time she uses it in the movie, it is always a sex thing. There is sex in the elevator, which is a Bad. It's not even love, or it's rape. In Someone loved it. Fair. Uh, <laughs> well, I hated it. <laughs> she, she just throughout the entire movie, she'll touch an object and be like, "People fucked in this." Thing. Yeah. Oh my god, Clark Gable got fucking. Oh yeah. Kicked okay. down. So it's so first off, it's it's in the elevator, then it's in the bed, then it's in the tub, and then she dies. Um, and that that's why Frank is dating her because. Uh, psychic things are his fetish and her psychic thing is fucking and it introduces it by her sitting next to him a woman on a bed in a in a medical room you know glass between them and all of his fun electronic blah 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 blah. and he's basically he tells the woman in the bed just think of the dirtiest thought yeah basically like your sexiest your sexiest sex thing ever and she's like okay i will so he starts reading the gauges and he's like do you sense? Oh my god! Well, so, so he's, not, he's, not, but, but, he's wearing like a headset, and he's apparently like hears what's going on in her head. He's like, yeah. there's like, oh, there's a horse, a man, and it's raining. a horse, and it's raining. But Don't forget the man. The thing is, if you look at this this electrical panel, if you know anything, it's a bunch of fucking nonsense. It's just, it's yeah, as I said, it's a flux capacitor. There is like literally the flux capacitor from Back to the yeah. Future on that electrical there's board. A radar screen. Four dial or four sliders and like two dials. And it's got like it's got like that. Uh, and he does the usual uh, moves them up and down, yeah. and nothing changes on the gauge. Oh no! There's a single like number dial that like keeps oh, right. ticking up. Right, right. <laughs> it goes from like forty to two hundred and forty. Yeah. And he's and he, into it. Oh, he's like, oh, you're not, you're oh. not hearing and this. He's, he's asking, yeah, he's asking his girlfriend like, are are you getting any of this? Please, please tell me you're. Which I think Jake is please right. That means me he's like. With the the woman in the bed having stuff on her head and his weird science machine headset, I that that's kind of the implication. Yeah, I'm it's, like, it's like telling him what's happening. Yeah, or uh, and then 
the the setup to the story to the actual plot. Well, I want to I want to dive into what this fantasy must be like. Is this is there a guy fucking a horse? I think I, I think the fantasy is the traditional. Is there a guy with a horse dick? It's a romance yeah. novel. Yeah, yeah, it's a romance Fabio novel. on a horse yeah. running down the beach in the rain. Because oh, then he yeah. even says she's running on the beach and naked, and you're there like, you go, oh, yeah. okay. So I I think. But then, so it's not a Mexican donkey show. Not this time. Yeah, next time. And but then, then it's not this that play so with Daniel Radcliffe when he's naked with her, the horse. Her dirtiest thought is, she looked young. She doesn't know yet. But then, but then he does like go. Wow, this this girl has quite an imagination. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe yeah, yeah. it turns into she's getting fucked by the horse. Maybe yeah. or Ever? he's getting fucked by the horse while she's. That's where the internet of the guy it, dying. The internet video of the dude who died by getting banged. Oh by yeah, Mr. Hands. Is, I didn't want to know it had a title. I don't like that well, you know no, it has a title. Oh, no, you know, Craig screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, this, it wasn't my ending. choice. My, my <laughs> it buddy, wasn't his choice, but it still is his screensaver. My, bu- my buddy Mark and a bunch of a uh, few of us we we uh, we you watched it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you couldn't. You just the morbid curiosity. It's like, two girls, one cup. You gotta yeah, see. You gotta. It. You yeah, gotta yeah, see. All right, Craig. How hard were you? No, I didn't even. I didn't watch. He came twice. I got scared. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, oh, now we scared. get the actual plot set up. He gets a phone call. The phone call is one of his buddies. I think Alex. I think, yeah, Alex. Alex. I think they said he found it, right, or something like that. Yeah, and he yeah, well, the puppet master. Yeah, he says he found it. We, he wants us all to meet together, and they're like, "What?" And also, they travel, and they all meet at the hotel. I do want to say, I do very much like that instead of the the normal. We're a bunch of teenagers that wandered into yeah. a abandoned place and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, it's We're a bunch, a bunch of, of adults who wandered into a random <laughs> place. No, it's, it, it's a bunch of psychics, and they're there for a reason. And yeah. it's like, no, it's, 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 yeah. it's very similar to the Rose Red thing. And Rose Red came after this, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Although I'm not sure when it was written. Well, it was a Stephen King novel, right? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure when it was written. And then it became a to t- to TV movie like It. It was a, it was, it was, it was a mini It was a mini series like that, it. that like it. became yeah. adapted into oh, a movie. I haven't, yep. seen, I haven't seen it. Or it didn't become adapted. It got it was, published as a movie. It was two parts, roughly an hour each. Rose Red was four parts, like an hour and ten minutes each or something. Yeah, some it's, shit. Like, it's, it's like a, a four-hour movie. Yeah. It, 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 like, it was our like travel movie when we were young. Jesus. Yeah, because it's so long, you could just put it on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had one of those like conversion vans with the little like, in the screen, yeah, the... little like VCR. So and the... just yeah, we my my dad hooked up the Xbox to it. Fun oh, fun man. little tie into that, just but in a more depressing way. We uh, traveled to Texas every year for to visit family when I was growing up, and Florida in my teen years to visit my grandma and grandpa, who were not my grandma and grandpa, but they were. Just yeah, old yeah. people that your parents knew? Exactly. Um, friends of my actual grandma and grandpa that moved to Florida, so we went to meet them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, car rides were boring. 30 hours in a car with your three brothers and parents. It was a disaster. But round when I was 9, 10, my dad bought a converter to plug into the nice. AC, and we took a legit, where is it behind me, 27-inch tube TV, put it in the center seat of the truck. So, like, if you're sitting in the seat, there's like that much space, so you're looking at the TV from like a freaking <laughs> 10 degree angle. And we hooked up our Super Nintendo to it because the PlayStation oh. drew too much power and flipped it. And two of us got to sit here. The other two sat in the bed of the truck on the mattress looking through the window. Very safe. We got a couple tickets <laughs> for it. Say, in the bed of the truck. Yeah. Like a, yeah, we like a 23 hour drive to Dad Texas. put uh, the, the cover on the truck, mattress in the back, all the luggage on the back so it covered the back window. And we would sleep there. And t- mom would sleep while dad drove. Dad that would sleep when mom drove. And we thing. would take turns. Is... And two of us would be sitting in the back of the truck on the mattress looking at the TV. The other two would be sitting here and we'd hand the controller around. <laughs> and that was how we, and that wasn't until we were like, I was like 10, which means my older brothers were in their teens. 
Before that, it was just listening to the radio. Yeah, I know everyone is, like, so surprised when they hear how, like, redneck your upbringing was. Dude, that was my favorite part of my life, like, in retrospect. It actually sounds kind of great. It like, was great. Horribly irresponsible, but kind of great. I know that, um, so when I was working as a mason, uh, there was only one, it, it was a, literally a two-seater, like, uh, dump truck. Love those. So one of us had to sit in the back. Yeah, or in the, in and the you bed. laid down so no one could see you? And so the scariest thing ever was when... Uh, we got, we were working a job, we had to get, like, four pallets of, um, uh... Stone, or? No, it wasn't stone, it was, um... Gravel? Nope, nope, nope. Bricks. Pavers. Marble, marble, uh, paper. Right, it was marble, um, something, whatever. That's what Fucking, I said. Yeah, that's what we said. Yeah. Um, three pallets of it, not strapped down. Just set, they're so heavy, why would they move? <laughs> yeah. and you just put us in the back, like, literally I was, like, using my feet to, like, try to, like, keep it from sliding at it? me. I mean, the funniest part would be when Dad would slam on the brakes. Of course. (laughs) The funniest part would be when Dad slams on the brakes in traffic, and you would, like, smack the front of the truck, and you'd be like, everyone good? Yeah. (laughs) Drive off. Not dead. So, wait, you said you put the cover on it, too, though, so you guys were like... Yeah, we had a standard truck cover. I don't know what Mm -hmm. what the official term is for it, but yeah, just the cover. Like the canvas cover? Yeah. Or, no, no, not a a tunnel cover. Like, Uh, the hard, uh, actual covers with windows. Okay, so you were at least, like... We were closed in. You were, like, at risk of, like, jumping out. No, no, we were closed in, and we stacked all the... Yeah, Dad was safe. He just put us in the bed of the truck. We stacked the luggage up the window so you couldn't see in, and we did get pulled over before, and the cops were, like, flashing lights, and we would, like, lay under luggage, like, not here! (laughs) And they would just, you know, we were on our way. But you said you got caught a couple times? I mean, we got tickets for, like, speeding and stuff. Uh, I never got asked to go back to my seat, so I always called it a win. <laughs> and it was always a fight for who got to sit in the back, because I was comfy. Otherwise, you're falling asleep in a chair like this, and when you're young, and you're paying the dick. But, um, sorry, that was a big aside. Uh, shouldn't have said that on the podcast, but let's move on. Paying the dick? All right, yeah. so the thing that brings all these characters together... You learn they, very quick. Yeah, they knew a man named Neil uh, Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah. Uh, and just smashing watermelons. Yeah, Gal- this Gallagher guy was a wizard. He was looking for the puppet master's secrets. Yeah, and he had met all of these people individually. Like he, yeah. well, he first brought them we in don't as learn experts. That. To first, try we don't learn that. First, we just see where's Neil, and she yeah. goes, "Oh, you didn't know." And it turns out yeah. Neil killed himself. Yeah, and they do say that like that they why question, would he kill they, himself? Yeah, they que- well, they first they question why they didn't know about it. They said he must have figured out some way to like mask his psychic energy or something. Right. They were like, we should have felt it. Oh, that's actually, I didn't even realize that, because towards the end, when he talks about why he's doing what he's doing, that's a good point. But yeah, they, they all are linked, and they're like, well, what the shit, why didn't they even notice? And the, uh, the, the, the perv guy goes, he must have masked his psychic oh, energy. I just realized, we're all linked in, in the beginning. The, that's what I'm saying, Alex, I missed it. Alex has the, the yeah, leeches, yeah. I totally missed it. Yeah. So, uh, they go, and, and the wife of Neil, he, he found a wife mm-hmm. at this hotel, and they're like, oh. You got a wife? I figured out what the wife reminds me of. Who? The mother from How I Met Your Mother. I was just thinking that. The moment you said that, I was like, oh, he's about to say the mother. I just realized what you reminded me of. Um, The wife is the actual owner of the hotel. Yeah, uh, the descendant of the owners, which obviously means the owner now. It's the same hotel that the old guy killed himself in. Yes. The Uh, Bodega Inn. There it is. And they go and look at the body, and the creepy lady who calls herself a nasty bitch later, Carissa? Uh, no, that, that's Dana. Dana. She says, well, let's see if he's really dead. And she pulls out this needle that's like, like a giant, like, a foot and a half long. And she just 
like slaps so, it lightly on top. It's got it's got a tapered end though, so you can put it up your butt. That, good idea. Good so, idea. so Dana of, of the psychic, she's the one who's like actually like a witch. Like she casts spells yeah, she, and yeah. shit. And she's super skeptical that he's even dead or that any of this is real. She particularly hates, she hates Neil. Him. Yeah. And, and as it will turn out later, she's right to hate. Neil. Right. He's so he's she does. I mean, this. as we've learned from watching the Santa Claus, right? Anyone named Neil is the worst. True. Mm. And after this, the reason why I'm rushing to this is because then we get the thing Craig was talking about. After this, we have him a dinner, where. The new wife is sitting down talking to all of them, and she gets into a tiff immediately with Dana, and mm-hmm. Dana says, he was a fuck, and we hate him, and they and she goes, I'm out of here, and they all go, oh, that was I wild. do want to say, this is one of my biggest problems with this movie, is that this is like an hour into the movie now, that we are just getting to the actual horror movie. Right. Well, that's what Craig was talking about. There's like a bit at the beginning, and then a lot of nothing and then mm-hmm. a bit at the end. And this whole part is that. Yeah, you, you find out why they're here, which is what DJ was talking about. They brought them all together, uh, uh, Neil did, to figure out the mystery of this ancient Egyptian magic that brought lives to lives. And then when they all lives got, got there and found yeah. out that he was dead, now they all have different reasons for staying around. Alex had a dream that something bad was going to happen. He's the father figure. He's like, something's wrong. He, oh, oh. he comes off as a little bit creepy toward the the ex-wife yeah. to, at the beginning. Yeah. But nothing romantic knows. ever actually happens between I mean, them. So everyone like, knows it, the best time to smash an ex-wife is right after their death. Funerals. Yeah. But but as it turns out, Alex is just kind of being a good dude. That, yeah. That's the way it, it ends up in the end. Well, so that's, I'm so, happy. Well, so that's, that's the thing though. In his vision that he has, so he sees he sees two precognitive visions. Right. One is of the leeches. Of course. But that was the very get, first. It doesn't. Well, actually, technically second. Because the first vision is of the the masquerade where the girl's getting shot. I no, he no, did, no, no, no. He does that when he grabs the paper. Yeah, yeah. The he's, he's in his hotel room. That yeah. happened twice. It happened twice. It happens twice. Yep. His well, no, very, I know the second one is the dream. No, so his so the dream he had so while he's at his desk at Yale, he has a dream which is of the girl getting shot. Because remember when I said we saw the casket, the first thing I thought was he's is right. that the guy oh. from the dream. He's right. Damn. He has that vision twice. Yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. all about that person. Yeah. No, he has vision. that vision three times. Yeah, he, yeah three he times. He wakes up times. from that first vision to his stomach bleeding with the leeches. The reason why... The re- oh, that right. It's a double, and he wakes up, and he's like, why am I bleeding? And then the leeches, right. and, mm-hmm. and then he wakes up again. Right. So right. The, I think that's why he's particularly interested in the girl, because the vision he had was of this girl. Of her getting, that he uh, had never yeah. met. Yeah, so he, he feels like that she's in some kind of danger due to the vision, and he wants to stay around mm-hmm. to make sure she's okay. The Dana, the the witch lady, is staying around because she fucking hates Neil. <laughs> yeah. And when she learns that he's already dead when they got there, she's like, "Oh, he's fucking with us, and he's I, up to I need something. to I need to figure out what he's up to so I can and it's also tear it down. It's also immediately laid out by Dana and then the couple, the weird sex couple, that they're gonna investigate this entire place. Neil fi- found something. We're gonna find it too. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's that's basically what the weird sex couple is staying for. But they're also staying so that they can have weird psychic sex. Yeah, Neil, like specifically, the pervert scientist is like tap into Neil. Like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. 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 Why does guy want to fuck Neil so bad? I don't know. He really well, wants. At it. first, it was like, I want to know what happened between Neil and that wife of his. Yeah. I'm like, oh. So, he's basically just a he's like, like a psychic voyeur. He wants his psychic girlfriend to spy on um, other excuse people me? having sex. A psychic cuck. Yeah. He wants to get psych cucked. Psych cucked. Nice. <laughs> TM. Men of the machine. Nobody touch it. Uh, uh, can I yeah, just? Uh, so she has, but between like where we find out that he wants to be psych cucked, 
Thank um, you, thank they, you. They, they go up to the open. I'll take my royalties. Yeah. Thank you. They they go up an elevator and we find out that uh, you know Neil was a bad yeah. guy. Oh, that's when oh, we yeah. find out that he raped a woman. Yep, yeah. a woman and who was not his wife. They give no context to this. But no. but I never who the woman was either. Yeah, well, you never then, learn any. And of that. this is where I'm, I'm going to call her Alice because I just think of her as it's Alice fine. the Butler. It's fine. It, yeah, that, Alice the Butler. What was her real name? Teresa. Uh, Teresa. Uh, it's because she reminds me of Alice. In the yeah. No, no, I know, but I was like, she had a name, but Alice is fine with me. I'm good with it. But, uh, like, she specifically tells him, like, don't tell her about it. Like, let her think her husband was a good guy. Oh, yeah, because she's saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was with a woman. He he did things. Evil things. And Teresa's mm-hmm. just like, or Alice is like, mm-hmm. shh, 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 No, 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 just, shh, shh, shh. So it's like everyone knew that Neil was a scumbag right. except for his wife. Right. Uh, and that's all fine and dandy. I, I Craig said it when we were watching it. Like, what the hell was the point of that? It's purely to show you. Fuck Neil. Like, aside from crazy Dana saying it, this is sure to show you. I'm Jake that said that. I think that's No, like... you said it because I, I sassed you. Oh, I sassed you. About I don't what? remember sassing. Oh, uh, when, we, when we got, like, almost to the end of the movie, someone was like, what was that rape scene about? Yeah, Why yeah, didn't yeah. I, I did say that. Oh, well, I sassed you. Yeah, this is the second time that you attributed something Jake well, yeah, said to you me. Didn't, you didn't sass me because he was like, it was just a she was a bad guy. Yeah, but yeah. I, I was sassing Craig yeah, when I said that. Piece of shit. Right, right. Your beard is weird. <laughs> anyway, what was that? I know that was it's MGK in yeah. his burn from. He's like has this sick rap diss, and at the very beginning, like four lines in, he just goes, "Your beard is weird," and I mean, puts like a pause. It's I mean, not even I, a I, natural I, rap line. I, I, I'm sorry, like it is the dumbest thing in the world to try to challenge Eminem. Well, not to a diss so rap. fun like, fact, like to a rap. I, 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 uh, I know, I know, there is a thing of Eminem getting like destroyed in a rap battle. So he he legitimately has said on the record in two interviews now, Eminem ruined his career and that's why he makes pop punk now. I mean, he's like, I can't be a rapper anymore. Like, I'm good making this music now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't fuck off. I mean, it was honestly for the better because I think his yeah. pop punk is better than his rap. I hate all of it, but good for him for being able <laughs> to continue to go with it. Sure, whatever. It's funny that that was like a joke that just happened to be true. Yeah. Like, the, literally, the joke when he put that album out was that, like, Eminem destroyed him so bad that yeah. he had to quit rap, and it just turned out to be true. I mean, has Nick Cannon done anything since Eminem didn't respond to Nick Cannon's diss? <laughs> no, because he destroyed him without doing anything. He put Nick. out three different diss tracks within, like, Two of them were back to back, and then the other yeah. one was like a week later. Yeah, he was like, I got Shug Knight. Like, nobody gives a fuck about Shug yeah. Knight. Who cares? You would think people would have learned not to try to, like, battle Eminem. Is... I mean, there, there is, I mean, you know, at, you know, obviously there's always arguments to be made, but there is always a legitimate argument that Eminem is, like, one of the best. I mean, yeah. you can't say he's not one of the best rappers yeah. of all time, and there is a legitimate argument to say he is the best rapper of all yeah. time. He is a commercially the best. Uh, oh, I, I mean, yeah, fuck no, Jay Z is <laughs> the, the, I mean, he's the most successful. Uh, most like, successful outside of rap. Yeah, outside mm-hmm. of the rap. The highest mm-hmm. selling artist of all time in the rap and hip hop genre mm-hmm. is Eminem. We mm-hmm. were talking about the other day. Yeah, and that's because he, uh, I don't know. He's uh, Eminem. He's I mean, Eminem. There, there's probably a few I, rappers the, that could stand up to them if there was mm-hmm. ever beef. Yeah. Or any, like, I mean, uh, well, I, here's, here's uh, the problem. Now this ether track against Jay-Z. It's like, ooh. Well, here's the problem with Eminem. My problem. Sorry, not the problem. Well, Eminem my started problem. out as a gimmick and turned out to be like legitimately right. talented. But here's my problem with Eminem is that Everyone on the internet would rather freak out to fast bars than quality content. Eminem is capable of both. I was about to say, Eminem can do both. Eminem is capable of both, but in a pound-for-pound pound rap battle, it doesn't matter what the other person the says reason, the same if reason, Eminem goes faster. That, that's the same reason why, like, uh, Ace, like uh, Aesop Rock is so, like, under... Because like, he is only, like, yeah. you know... 
for the lack of better words, like intelligent lyrics. Yeah, he's in, yeah. he's he's he puts everything into the quality. Yeah, just of the like about the song about the jumping frog. Right, long legged Larry. <laughs> long legged Larry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, let's get back to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is our podcast where we talk about rap. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying I don't personally put Eminem that high. He's actually closer to like five or six for me because speed is prioritized by the fan base. He is capable of more, but the fan base goes, "But he's fast," and you go, "Okay, cool. Moving on." Yeah. And I don't I don't personally care for that. So, uh, sex perverts have pervert sex in this movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh. so, like, every single, like, area this woman, like, sits, she's just, like, writhing in, like, orgasmic, yeah. like, I have energy. so much to say about these next few parts, but let's, so, who dies first? What, if, the, if, we're, if the, we're gonna the, get... The butler. If, the butler lady. Oh. If we're gonna get into, like, the actual Alice. horror part, I... Yeah. I wanted to bring up, like, the actual, like, structure compared to right. other horror this movies. This is the horror part. Where, like, other horror movies, they usually have, like, a lot of setup... And, like, it, normal movie shit that slowly segues mm-hmm. into the horror part, and then the end is, like, all horror. Right. Where I feel like they did a, lo- a lot of small setup in the beginning that's crunched, mm-hmm. and then, like, this exposition period that doesn't really fit with Draw now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's just suddenly horror, and it just doesn't have that horror movie feel. Yeah, that I other think the have. biggest thing that... Like makes it not feel. I mean, it, it feels like a horror movie. But yeah. The thing that makes it doesn't feel like, you know, like most horror movies is they don't do the classic thing where the surviving members find the dead members. Right. And they, they never. You literally ne- a surviving member never sees a dead person until like the very end. And yeah. and they never do surprise kills. Every kill is staked. Mm-hmm. You get a full scene, you know what the mm-hmm. villain is doing it, and you're watching it happen. Which and is kind of neat, actually. Yeah, but the issue is that... some of the kill setups are pretty good, yeah. actually. No, well, specifically the, the first one with oh, Honestly, with Honestly, all the kill setups are pretty good. Yeah. But the problem is, they because of the way they ended up, like, I don't know, maybe it was for time reasons or whatever... They rapid fire all of them back to back. Yes, it's it, a, it it's is a, literally a kill montage. A 20 yeah. minute just blah. You only get one setting up scene with that the shadow behind the uh the the, the curtain Teresa's. No, 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 not in the room with her and the the big strong puppet. Oh, but, oh, you, oh. but you know, like we see. I think it was like with the piano and there's yep. a, a a puppet. Well, it's pre that. It's when uh, the wife is looking at Neil's dead body, and you get the shadow behind the yes. curtain, and she goes like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. That's that, yeah. that's the only setting up scene, and then there's a little bit. Oh, Alice's yeah, scene right. is like right into it. Yeah. Well, they do prop Neil around as like a get as like a prop. But Neil getting propped up happens after Alice dies. Yes. Oh, which yeah, is you're right. Awesome, by the way. That's my favorite. Does it? horror yeah. element? Oh, you're right. Of this. You're right. Yeah, because th- Neil's prop. Don't they actually say they think it was... Well, because Teresa yeah. dies, they, and then they, you hear the wife scream, and you mm-hmm. think it's because she saw Teresa. No, it's she saw the body so, propped up. It's... There's... The other three are still at dinner, and it's after, you know, uh, Alex and the wife, uh, Megan, have that conversation, like, we're like magicians, and yeah. he explains each of their powers. Which I thought was done very well. And you then, could do that so many yeah. ways, but having him just, like, calmly be like, listen, here's why shit's weird with us... Mm-hmm. Let's go on. They, they don't try to like yeah. beat around it. They're right. like, yep, we see shit. And yeah. then the Alice scene happens after that, and that's like simultaneously to the dinner. And then the scream happens, and like the three get up from the dinner table right. and they, they go to the coffin. And Neil's just sitting in yep. his chair. Um, and the Alice scene is like the first. Oh, yeah, well, we have to explain it's the second that. puppet we see, really, because yeah. we see a lot of the first guy in the beginning. Um, uh, white masked. So he, yeah. He's the. Like, you know how uh, Pinhead became. 
the Hellraiser guy. Mm-hmm. He's the puppet master. Uh, so guy. what I learned when looking at the Wikipedia, what are you talking about? What's Whiteface? Oh, the yeah. So, like, you see that... We'll, we'll talk about him again later because he will come back into relevance. Uh, all the puppets apparently have names. Yep. I don't um, remember them. They're not mentioned in the movie, but they are on the Wikipedia page. Okay. We'll get to them after. Um, um, so this puppet, All of the... the Hel- uh, Cenef- uh, what the fuck's their name in Hellraiser? Cenobites. 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 They all have names. Yeah. Um, Chatterbox. Is they actually, like, officially name him Chatterbox? Yep. Chatterbox. So, so I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure most of their official names were from fan names. Well, yeah. Well, so I don't, I don't, if, he's not credited as Chatterbox. If you own the very first one, Pinhead is not called Pinhead. He's yeah, Cenobite just, One. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They all got their names as the series went on. Are you saying that there is a a version of Hellraiser that credits him as Pinhead? No. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you check it now, it's Pinhead. Like okay. new DVDs and shit. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So the first puppet we see that does this kill, funny enough, is named Pinhead. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Right. I mean, he is a pinhead. So, so, yeah. Yeah. He he is a he's a big muscle guy puppet with a tiny head. Itty bitty uh, like Patrick Star. Have you ever seen the What if Patrick Star looked like, like a Patrick real life Star. person? Yeah. yeah. Take that head off that person's drawing and just itty bitty too. Like to scale one tenth the size. The, it is the most jarring. Like that. Like that is the most jarring of all the puppets yeah. because it is clearly a real person's like arms. Yeah, a forearm at least. I'm I'm wondering if so it was. They, a, they, it, it almost looks like it was like a little person's like torso. It could. They been. they go back and forth between using stop motion to animate the puppets and having an actual puppeteer off screen puppeteering them. There was the one time where a uh, hook hand was uh, being a voyeur, and you literally see yeah. the person's hand like toss him. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. hand gets into frame sometimes. <laughs> and that is what I want to talk about real quick because that's was really important to me. The only problem I personally have with this movie, besides the ending, the only problem I have with this movie, they spent a little bit too much time showing what the puppets were doing, and what I mean by that is I love the first person aspect of it yeah. when the white face puppet was going around being a voyeur being yeah. a pervert that's like I was the like, movie's favorite shot i was, was like, like this is person. fucking awesome but then taking the time to show him get on a chair i was like no just <laughs> I let don't me need, i don't need to see how he's seeing yes let me just be him yeah. for a second and i'm cool with that and then move yeah, on it's, it's the classic like, in horror movies where less is more like yeah. the less you see the less you understand how things are working the yeah. scarier it is yeah and i didn't you know what's the best example of that opening scene you get this weird puppet Zooming around, doing his weird, funny although my, comedy. Although I my know. issue with the opening scene is like, how many of you don't ever look down? I, I know. I feel like I almost exclusively am looking down. Yeah, but you're down. tall. It's different. You gotta look down. Oh, you don't I'm, know what's down there. I'm always looking down. Though. But you're a pervert. You gotta look down. Yeah. You don't know what's down there. He's like, there could be there could be open cock everywhere. But, I don't want to miss it. But specifically, specifically to that scene though, yes, it's kind of funny. But when he goes by a mirror, you see what it is. The leg of the chair is metal, and he goes by it, and you see the reflection of that puppet. That's how you do... I actually didn't notice that. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a good shot. I legitimately didn't notice that. That's how you do showing what the puppet's up to. Not pulling the camera out and watching a guy toss a puppet. There is some legitimately good cinematography in this movie. And again, the puppets look great. The effects... The stop motion for animating the puppet, it's of its time, but it's not bad. It's it's actually probably above average in terms of what was happening. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for the 80s, it's good. Yeah. I'm into it. The um, one thing, though, like, they do a lot of, like, establishing the, like, Asian puppet, and it literally he's the only one. doesn't exist. It brings first. back Apparently, the, the, those puppets do actually come back in later movies, and they have names, too. But... And I bet, I bet the later well, movies Well, the only address... one that they showed that didn't come back was the Asian puppet. I yeah. Thought. 
The yeah, Asian, yeah. Spinning Head... No, there was three puppets in the opening. Spinning Head comes back. Spinning Head comes back, the Asian one. There's another puppet in the opening. There was. Uh, I can't remember what he quite looked but, like. But, but I know there was three in the opening. Oh, oh, was that the one that he was actually making at the time? Yes. No, 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 no that's Spinning Head. Oh, that's Spinning Head. Oh. Is his name Spinning Head? Spinning Head is Jester. That's he, stupid. He puts Spinny him in... Because I remember Asian guy... Oh, God. Oh, we'll have to watch it. We'll watch it. Either way... Um, I'm okay with him not coming back because it is implied that, you know, the guy found the box, opened mm-hmm. it, and deals with him how they are, created his own, obviously. No, you're thinking of uh, Hellraiser. He finds the box, he opens oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this movie is Hellraiser. <laughs> um, and I'm fine with that. Um, but but anyways, as we were talking about the quick kill stuff, mm-hmm. Teresa kills, which is very well yeah. laid out. Dana Teresa's goes, kill was the best kill. Pinhead, Pinhead's uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say Sorry, Teresa's Alice, right? Alice, right? Yes, okay. Alice is... I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd say this is the best kill because while the setup for it is really good... No, no, so the actual kill sucks. <laughs> yeah. The actual kill sucks. The <laughs> scene is the best kill. He hits oh, her no. with a fight. With Sorry, a, the best kill scene is uh, Dana's Bad night. Bitches. Uh... Na- oh, when she's crawling Nasty in the elevator? Bitch. Nasty yeah. I don't like hers the most. I like the sex fiends the most. Yeah, that thrilled. one's really good. I actually like she's, that one. I mean, she is thrilled. But it was the only... That was the only kill that was like... Do you think... Do you think choosing the character that was dealing with the very aggressive sex scene... Getting drilled in the mouth by a puppet. Yes, that was it. Completely. That was chosen. Okay, just making sure. And the leech is sucking on the dude. So each, each puppet kind of has its own powers. Pinhead in this first scene, his power is that he's as strong as a regular dude. Yeah, he can punch <laughs> a bitch. Like, how is, that, that's the dumbest thing. He's no. just he's just as strong as a. He's a, a big. He's a big puppet. He's, I don't want to get punched by a big puppet. Yeah, I mean he's he's not a big puppet. He's like up to you like a person's shins. Yeah, he's but knee height. He can knee like height. he can like punch people as strong as like a regular full oh, size. I realized he has the gorilla physique. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I will say if he was the like if his torso was the size of a puppet still, that would actually be a legitimate power because being able to punch as strong as a regular dude but with a tiny fist is like getting shot with a bullet. Yeah. Like Ant-Man. That, I mean, yeah, that is Ant-Man. basic. That is basically what he does. And here's, you know what? Here's another thing that's kind of weird. The very first introduction of Pinhead outside of killing Alice is him attacking the. Uh, we need to come up with another name than Pinhead because I cannot think. Where He's I'm Pinhead. This is his name. <laughs> uh, is he grabs Dana and throws her onto a bed and breaks her leg? That's strong. That's not average strong. I could not grab a woman by her shin and throw her onto a bed and break her leg. I could like trip her. I think he kinda... I could like grab it and. I think he kind of levers her over the footboard of the bed, but... That's yeah. still impressive. Uh, but yeah, that's his whole thing. Um, yeah, and he basically, like, he plays the piano a little bit so that Teresa gets distracted, yep. steals the fire poker, and then bludgeons her with the fire poker. It's off screen. The cutaway is kind of awkward and goofy. kind of corny well, a little bit. Also, I don't get this. Like, he, uh, sure. he plays the piano, and then she very slowly goes towards it. I know people are scared... But if you want to get the jump on something, go fast. That's horror trope. That's that's something you have to do. It's kind of like go fast. DJ and Charles and I were talking in excess about anime tropes. Like it's something you got to do. You got to do the creep around look. You got to do the slow. I mean, it's probably more realistic because people are stupid when they're scared. Yeah, Mm -hmm. or just in general. Yeah, yeah. Like Craig. Right, like Craig. So. Teresa, yeah, you gotta get at least one Craig oh, yeah. per podcast. Teresa gets killed. We are given a fake out where the, the wife, Megan, screams. Yep. Megan. She, she, you think it's because Mom. she found Teresa's body, but... Spoilers. Megan. It's the... Neil. Yeah, Neil Neil has been, like, propped up and is sitting in a chair. And they're like, 
Oh, he's still definitely dead, but someone did this to freak it out. They, they, they make a point every time you see him to point out that he is actually dead. Yeah. Like, they're like, no, there's just someone propped him up. And, and I they, think they think say it's, it's they, Teresa. They think it's Teresa because Teresa is missing. Right. Now. But they don't know Teresa. That's a, the thing oh. that bothers me that is, like, they don't know Teresa's missing. Teresa never, like, but none made of out them... like she was weird. But, but I she's guess... the only other person in the hotel she... that was unaccounted for. And she does make it out that she's weird. Mm-hmm. She both tells them not to talk about the rape. And she spies on Dana, and Dana knows she spies because oh, yeah. of her clairvoyance. It was a but I, I, I'm going to say that that is completely reasonable activity, given the circumstance. <laughs> sure, okay, but... So I would say, like, you know, you have a mourning widow. You don't want to tell the mourning widow that her husband was a shithead. But... You have some really fucking freaky people who are being fucking weirdos. You're talking from Teresa's shoes, not the fucking weirdo's shoes. To them, it's the opposite. To them, she's like, what the fuck's this lady's deal? I do want to point out that during the kill scene, you did point out Chekhov's gun with the, the, right. the poker. Right, they show the poker immediately. She sets it down and the camera goes, Wing! and you go, okay, we're waiting yeah. for the poker. That was just a really effective there use of Chekhov's gun. an mm. incredible Chekhov's gun in Oculus. I think I talked about Oculus back when I watched it with Patrick. Which one was Oculus? It's a movie... Uh, uh, so it, it's the mirror, and it has um, yeah. Amy Pond in it. Evil yep. mirror. And it yeah. also has the guy who plays Nightwing Amy Pond in Titans. her name in... Yeah, it was Karen Gillian. I was considering choosing that for this movie, um, but I don't think I'll ever choose Nebula. it just because I don't really want to pick a newer movie. But point is... Uh, very spoiler alert. Yeah, that's alert. my thing. I'm gonna spoil it. None of you are gonna watch it. Uh, oh, I've never you seen do, it. Oh, you've seen we, it? Well, yeah, I've seen it twice. No, yeah. What if we use it for Halloween in July? I don't want to use it. Uh, by the way, okay. he would have to use it. Would you want to use it? I don't know if you. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. I don't, actually, DJ, wait, wait, I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. DJ, you know we're in Halloween in July right now, right? DJ, we're we're doing yeah, well, it. But if you wanted to use it for a future Halloween in July, DJ, we're doing Halloween in July right now. I know. Oh God! Someone call the ambulance. <laughs> DJ's lost it again. No, I don't personally. I would never use it. If you want to use it, I won't spoil it. I I might have to put okay, that. Okay, okay. I won't. I won't use yeah, it. Won't Kevin, use to it. be fair, Craig is like one movie away from not having enough. Ha- having no movies yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. I have plenty of movies. <laughs> okay, well I won't say it, but his that movie oh, has need my glasses. that movie has arguably the most impressive Chekhov's gun that I've ever seen. I I knew it, and the minute it showed up, I even said to Patrick, obviously. And when it happened, I was still like. No, I didn't oh, see that oh, coming. I, I, yeah, I was, yeah, it, it yeah, still yeah. shocked me. So maybe we'll get to that. In I know, the I know exactly I will say, what you're talking about. That's so Oculus, it is that, a that's thing a newer horror movie, right? Yes, yeah. it's from like 2014. Mm-hmm. It's produced by the WWE. They have <laughs> they have like 20 successful horror movies that they've produced. They produced the Leprechaun Origins with uh, I don't remember the name, a professional wrestler who's a little guy. His gimmick is he's a leprechaun in wrestling. He plays the leprechaun and no, that, can that's place actually, a, like, like that's like what's the little person right? that played the a leprechaun bit, originally? Yeah. Oh, Warwick Davis. Warwick. Warwick. He replaces Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis time. is the like the most famous like little person in Hollywood, right? No, you have the most obvious, which is Peter Dinklage. I mean, so Peter uh, Dinklage is the currently most like. Yeah. I think if you went career for career, you're still gonna there's take no, 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 Dinklage does not have as big as the longest career. I didn't say big or long. I just said influential. I, come on. <laughs> I'm just talking about the content they put out and their notoriety 50 years from now. Peter Dinklage is bigger than... I, no, no, no. No one's ever going to... What, Willow? R2, Willow? R2-D2? He was R2-D2? No. Warwick Davis no. was R2-D2. No, Warwick Davis sure? not R2-D2. He was one of the Ewoks. He was one of the Ewoks. Are you sure? I thought it was yeah, the other was, person. Uh, was he was like Ewoks. a kid Ewok. Like, he was like little Oh, you're child. right. You're right. He wasn't... He was Wicked. 
He was yep, wicked. Warwick Davis has yeah, Willow. Yeah, he wasn't that old He yet. has Willow, no. Leprechaun, and Harry Potter that are his three big pulls. Two different Harry Potters. Thank and you. And the Leprechaun. Thank you. Uh, Actually, I'm going to... Just gonna Game of Thrones is bigger than all three of those. Wait, who's R2-D2 then? And that's not even counting when he was the naughty elf. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, I think... I think... I don't know. It's hard to tell because... Peter Dinklage was like definitely like the most like he blew up out of yeah, it. Just he, yeah, went. He, he just well, he went. was just. I mean, that was like the perfect role, and he just fucking like he just showed how yeah. like he's like the guy who could get prestige roles. He was a guy more who more so rep- than like well, yeah, and that's the thing is like yeah, I mean, being, he went on to be in a Days of Future Past as the main villain for the X Men, and no, absolutely and, nailed yeah. it. And that's what I'm trying to say is like he got the role to show that he wasn't more than just a little person. In oh, he was, he was Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, episode yeah, he, one. That's interesting. because Warwick Davis, like he, you know, he, I mean, he was just the. the he, he was just. I mean, he was. He you know was who Warwick Davis is? He's the Douglas. Uh, uh, the Doug Jones. The Doug Jones of, of little people. Yeah, he, that's what he is, and that's and, not a negative no, I mean, at all. I mean, Warwick Davis is an incredible actor. Yeah, like, we're not yeah. trying to take away it. It's just that. Peter Dinklage had the right role at the right time to show that he wasn't just like yeah. you know a gimmick in the show. He yeah. was like an incredible. Like, did he? I mean, he had to get gotten like nominated for something oh, for the. I'm the, sure. The, for, I'm sure he's taken home an Emmy or two. Like the at least yeah. Like I can't remember the name of the speech that he gave in Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. like you, it's one of those things you get chills. Thinking well, he about. had like two the speech at the trial. Yeah, yeah. He, like the, he had like two follow up very successful movies where he was the lead role. The one where he jumped. Yeah, he was where he was like the computer. Bullshit. I, I know the cover of the and movie. And he was the giant dwarf in Avengers. And he was the giant dwarf in Avengers, which is actually a pretty big role and hilarious for Peter Dinklage yeah. to get. But let's see. Uh, I looked it up. Warwick Davis was in uh, almost every Star Wars. Well, <laughs> bless you, my child. Sorry about he that. He was in six of nine Star Wars films. Impressive. Uh, the Harry Potter films, of course. Right. He was Twice. in Labyrinth. Two different characters. <clears throat> oh yeah, who did he play else? Oh, one of the uh, uh, money trolls from the bank, and yeah, then Professor a... uh, Flitwick. Flitwick. Two different. He was Flitwick both times, but different outfits. Impressive. <laughs> Lingardium Leviosa. That was him. I know that was yep. him. And then when That's they changed him, and then when they changed him to look different, he was still Warwick Davis as Flitwick, but, but a different <laughs> look. But and you know what? I actually appreciate that. I could go on about why I actually really love the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. So it seems like because you hate the trans people, right? If you want a sci-fi or fantasy film that isn't Game of Thrones, <laughs> then you get Warwick Davis. 100%. But you won't know it's Warwick Davis. You'll know it's Peter Dinklage. That's, or if that's you want to get the... the what, what was the uh, the show they did where Ricky Gervais sent his friend and Warwick Davis out to... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Idiot Abroad. Idiot, Idiot Abroad. Abroad. Great yeah. show. Great show. Back it, back when I lived in Saratoga, my buddy recommended that, and I was like... I mean, that, that's like... I mean, Ricky Gervais is, like, one of the, like, best comedians. Sometimes I do think he he's a little up a his lot. own arse. He sucks. A little he, bit. He, but he's he pretentious. Does, yeah. He does do that, that, uh, you know the one joke that people have against trans people? I, uh, I'm a attacky, uh, Apache attack helicopter. Yes, mm-hmm. I, that joke, I've tried to explain to my friends why it's not a fucking joke, and they just are like, no, it's funny. Yeah, like, it, all right. it's not funny, but Gervais yeah. does it. So I'm, right, I'm, actually, I'm actually kind of guilty of that whole, oh, it's just a joke. Right. Why are you yeah, so he's I, I am, yeah. am kind of curious. Also, like, I'm an atheist. I'm so edgy, but blah, 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 yeah. blah. It's like, like, I obviously hold people accountable for things they, you know, had said in the past. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you attribute it to, like, yes, that was fucked up they said in the past. If they, like, apologize for it, like, you don't, like... Do you, repetition. Do you, yeah, do you still, like... It, it's all about repetition. Mm-hmm. Have they done it yeah, multiple cause, cause times? Yeah, because that was the thing. Like, you look yeah. at, like, you know, Eddie Murphy Raw and, like, you know, 
all that stuff, like, you know, the 80s and 90s uh, comics, like, that was kind of, like, those were the jokes that they were saying about it. You know, it was funny to make fun of gay people. It was funny to, like, make fun of stuff. Like, it's, it's you know what's a perfect example of that? Why Carlos Mencia stopped doing work. Okay. All he had was making fun of specially handicapped people, and he knew he couldn't go past that. He didn't have new material. He didn't adapt. Yeah. And he had to disappear. All so of those that's the thing, like, like, at what point do you, you know, obviously hold them accountable for it, but, like, do you, for, I mean, do not you, forgive, but, like, like do you, do you I, allow them to, like, keep doing the thing as long as they, like, you know, they recognize that what they did back a, then was wrong? That's exactly it. When they recognize, don't repeat it and adjust mm-hmm. to be a proper of the time. Honestly. And this is our PC podcast where we talk about what is Not a political podcast. <laughs> it's actually the reason why I like H.P. Lovecraft and I don't like J.K. Rowling. Because right. H.P. Lovecraft actually made attempts to be a less shitty person. He, he accepted the fact that what he had done was fucked up. And he didn't perpetuate it and made actual yeah. knowingly moves to be like, that was terrible. He was still terrible in other ways, but like specifically yeah, no, saying ma- the he, N-word over he, and over he, again. He married a Jewish person, so it's okay. Yeah, so everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's he's like still, he was still oh, anti-science oh. enough to die of cancer, though. A kid I work with, literally at work, dropped, like white kid, dropped the N-word. What? All right? And like, dude, first of all, you can't fucking say that. Right. And he's like... I was like, you, you've clearly played Call of Duty in your life. I, I can see that now. And I'm like, and he said, he actually said to me, like, in high school, I dated a black girl and I had black friends, so I thought it was okay for me to say it. Oh my god, Ooh. it's not. By the way, you know what? I'm ha- very happy has died the f word as a gay slur. That has legitimately oh, okay. died. I haven't heard that both online and toxic lobbies, and also jokingly amongst you know memes and friends. I've I haven't only, heard that word. I've only ever heard gay people say it. A- as a way to be like, well, we own it. Yeah, like that's, like, <laughs> I mean, it's the same way how like, the N-word is used most of the time. Except. Unless you're in the South. Right, except white people still mm. use that pretty uh, derogatorily. That hasn't gone away. That's why I said unless you're in the South. Right. Uh, anyways. Or in Congress. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Has anyone watched a horror movie re- recently? recently? A horror movie? Yeah, that's a good Plenty. Oh, I yeah. love horror movies. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of horrors in this movie. No, there was exactly. one horror. One, hey, one, one. Hey, we get to see... Who? I mean, hold on, hold on. None so of the characters were actually. Well, hold on. We see in, in the eighties, it was probably that girl's fault for being in the elevator. Exactly. Right. Right. But, right. but we we see we get to see two titties in this film. Oh no! Yeah. We see three titties. <gasps> we see a single titty and then two titties on the girl. Wait, do we see two titties? I only remember the one. I only I remember so, one from each. Yeah. No, no, we see we do see both of uh, her titties and then we see the one titty. Okay. Yeah. And so that's more than we've seen regularly. Uh, no, Bleeders showed a lot. Yeah. But they weren't desirable titties. The ones were, you see the main girls. Yeah. yeah. Bleeders, I think, still has the most graphic sex scene we've yeah. seen. Bleeders is still maybe the best horror movie we've oh, seen yeah. oh, in my, all of our Halloween We have to get to the sex scene. We, well, hold on. Like, so, the sex scene in this movie is wild, but it does it is, not show as so, much so, as so, Bleeders. The sex scene is almost accurate. I want to do one thing real quick here. Um, for Halloween July. We're running long, hour and 20 minutes. We've talked about a lot of fun stuff, and we're awesome. And I know that DJ likes to hit all of the story beats before we wrap up. I'm not saying we're wrapping up. I'm saying I'm talking about, like, you know, plot and how we felt and all that stuff. So I would personally like it. I don't know about Jake and Craig. If we would allow DJ in explicit detail to explain this part of the story so that we can get towards the end. If that's okay, if that's okay with you two, I would really appreciate that. So if we would just hold our tongues for a, a few minutes. Uh, DJ, the floor is yours. Okay, well, now that you put it that way. Yeah. All right. So uh, so, so uh, horny, horny Mancer Lady is getting horny, as she does. She is a horny Mancer. <laughs> a horny Mancer, yeah. Also known as a... Fuck her, man. She's 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 like in the bathtub, 
And Steven Seagal comes up and he's like, how you doing, baby? And people she's like, fucked in this tub. You know what I'm really shocked about? They didn't show the lesbian naval people. <laughs> I thought they, they, the, they did not have the budget to hire two other extra lesbian <laughs> like, naval This movie people. seems like the movie they want to show you, like, these two ladies out the they Navy, they're, they're fucking in this tub. But no, it was someone like, from the Navy. How accurate is that? Oh, there, no, there, there's quite a bit of uh, gay people in the Navy. There's the ladies. I mean, yeah, I mean, gays. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, we only address gays and lesbians. Okay, yes, right. gays yes. and lesbos. There are indeed lesbians in the navy. Okay, thank you, DJ. So, so yeah, she's like, ah, these two ladies fucked all the time in this. Oh, and she's bathtub. doing this in the water. She's yeah, really, she's like, she's she's vibing. She's yeah. getting into how much these two ladies apparently in the 1930s were fucking right. in this bathtub. I also assumed I'll, it was that time period. Also, like I went there. I don't get why like uh, um uh, our budget Steven Seagal was all like. Hey, stop being all like Clark Gable on the bed. We're professional. But once she's in the bathtub, it's like, okay, professional that, time That over. is an important story <laughs> point. He yeah. tries to slow her down, but when it's hot... Oh, and then he he's walks like, away. Oh, describe it to me. Describe, describe it, it more. But make sure he kneels it. Yeah, he, sa- he says when you're done there, make sure you channel Try to Neil. Channel. And he see walks away. See if there's any of Neil fucking... This guy's clearly wanting to get fucked by Neil. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> Which, more power to him. So then he, he well, goes... Well, it's the 80s. They can't actually say that. Less power well. to him. <laughs> he goes he goes and they have a fake-out scare where right. uh, he's wearing a nylon over his head. I wanted to say that when we were watching it. I was like, this is going to be one of those. It's not real, but... Eh. Why does he make out with the nylon over his head? It's his thing. I don't know. <laughs> he's got a lot of fetishes. Fun okay. like, it's like... It's like mm, Fun fact. Mm, I was uh, 13, and I was dared... I'd never made out with a girl yet at this point. I was dared to make out with Tara Tarilla through like a plastic sheet. That was Tara the first make out I ever like had. I made out with her like a week later at is a camping party. Is that McGilla Gorilla? It is. It's McGilla Gorilla's granddaughter. <laughs> uh, and speaking of fetishes that this guy has, he feels like tonight is time for him and his partner to try a little bit of light BDSM. Yeah. Oh, she. Oh no, no, he's she, he. No, yeah, so she they're they're doing a scientific study. <laughs> yeah, he's yes. laying in bed. Yeah. yeah. But, so tonight uh, we're going to be having sex in a couple ways. I'll check back later. The <laughs> science. Yeah, he actually says a bunch of terms and shit, but whatever. And but, then, but the, the point is, like, she is supposed to be, like, tapping into the sexual energy of the right. room and then fucking him really And good. she's the one who says, no, no, I'm going to tie you we're up. We're doing how I want. Right. right. But he's into it. He's like, oh, yeah, this, this sounds pervert. good. He's a pervert. And then we learn they don't know. They apparently try to have sex through osmosis. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> You know what? Biggest I, I, will say, I will say that is actually like, like you look at it again. That is a hundred percent just a cinematography error. Yeah. Because in one scene the blanket is over him, and in another scene the blanket isn't. Right. But she's legitimately like going full steady, and there's just a sheet, and she's on yeah. top of a sheet. Like, yeah. all right. <laughs> well, as you know, it's kosher if you do it right. through a hole in the sheet. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, it's it's like out of focus, so that you know oh. that people are, are are fucking in the background. Oh, it does that when the little guy's looking through the peephole. Yeah. So now the puppets come out, and they're like, "All right, oh, we, we it's time to get, kill these fuckers." We do get two different puppets that are peeping on him. Yep. We do get a scene from Dana when she's in her room. He's like, "Oh, these guys, they're always fucking." Yeah. Yeah. And Dana has and a weird dies. taxidermy dog that she's really into as well. Leroy. Oh, Leroy. What was the point of Leroy? I think I mean, the, I understand it, was it was for the ending. It was, the ending. It was but... specifically for the ending. Yeah, like, that's this the weird purpose. clairvoyant lady who has a dog she lost. 
Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. She's weird. I mean, she's talking to us. I assume that there is some sort of sentience to the. I think she dog. can just. Or maybe te- she's a psycho. I, well, remember, she's a, a sexomancer. What's her name? What's she? No, this, doing? Is, this is in the she, She's not the horny. Man, no, so but what's is... her thing? She touches it and feels it or whatever. Is that? No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's the, the sexomancer. That is this. Okay. Well, anyways. No, this lady. This lady's basically just like what you would think of as a pop culture witch. Gotcha. She's got like tarot cards. She's got like spell components and incenses, and she just like burning ritual. Does she have any vision? Other than the one she has no. in the the first one in the tent, yeah, she tells the girl, she tells Teresa to not go near the fireplace. Oh yeah, oh, she does. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. straight up tells doesn't her. show that vision. She no, just, but she she's just it. like shooing her out of the room with smoke. She's like yeah. burning talismans on everyone's doors for protection. Yeah. That doesn't work. No, unfortunately not this time. Yeah, puppets. Don't I will say, aside from her hatred for Neil, which is very warranted, apparently. Yeah. She actually seems like she is legitimately trying to help everyone out. Yeah, she's yeah. trying to protect everyone, but mm-hmm. in her own weird, creepy way. Yeah, like yeah, she's kind of like a drunk why not? She's got yeah. that like, kind and of. And that's like it seems like she legitimately cares for all the people there. She just hates Neil, knows Neil's a shit, and is like, dude, Neil's fucking with us. Yeah, Come on. honestly, she's she probably does, my favorite character in the movie. She does have the best line in the movie, one. which is when like Alex no, I is think like, Megan's the hottest. Is Megan uh, the mom? How my mother? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, she's. But she's second hottest. So hold on, Is she the hottest or the cutest? Does it include it? Oh, you're right. Hottest and cutest. Well, so I think cute is more. No, attract- I, I, think I, agree attract- I, I agree they're different. I agree they're different, and I'm giving her both types. I would okay. say Megan is the cutest. Teresa's the hottest. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I mean, once you get to his age, I'll have a little bit of Christmas <laughs> pud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody said anything about custard. <laughs> Go on, bro. And have as much of that custard as you'd like. You know, I, I Dana. Just... Dana is the hottest. Well, really? at least her character is. I don't know about like people because I don't know. The ending gives play. it to gives it to uh, the the wife for me when she goes bad bitch. We'll get there. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking that of which, her. Dana does have the best line in the movie, which is like Alex is like, "Why do you always have to be such a cynic?" She's like, I'm not a cynic. I'm a nasty bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, a good I honestly thought she was going to be like, I'm a realist, like calling out that things are weird. And I was going to be so mad, but that was a, that was a good line. I'm into that. Uh, but, 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 yeah, what? back to the fucking. Well, no, yeah. no, let's get through all the death scenes. So death no, one. Back to the fucking is the death, okay. death one. Teresa gets hit in the head by big strong yeah. guy. This cool. Yeah. Death two is Dana. This is actually not, a team of. Yep. Carissa. No, Dana dies before Carissa. Dana gets dragged through the halls and dies in the... No, 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 that's after. That's after? Yeah, Yeah. that's after. Oh, my God. So, yep, this is actually a team of three puppets. The main puppet comes back in. His name is Blade. Okay, that makes sense. He has a blade hand and a hook hand. Yeah, all he does is open the door for Yeah, he opens the door. This is my team. Blade. He sends in another puppet. Laser. Blazer. (laughs) (laughs) He sends in another puppet whose name is Tunneler. That's and the his drill thing head. is he has a drill for a head. Right. That makes sense. Yep. So I would have called the fuck. The, right. Um. The you know they're in the middle of in the middle of coitus. Correct. Uh, After a sheet. Um, Why is the door open? Horny Mancer realizes that the door is open and is like, "Well, that's that's not normal." Let me dismount my unmounted. Let me, you, let me stop God. in the middle, dismount, uh, not untie you. Yeah, the, the guy is held blindfolded. Steven Seagal like, says, untie me. He's like, no, no, no. You stay where you are. I want that cock ready, yeah. okay? <laughs> I don't want to break the mood too much. This might be a false alarm. Maybe it's just a shitty lock. Yeah. Maybe Teresa I'm gonna, just I'm gonna check to see if the I'm going to check to see if the lock is shitty by looking under the bed. That's how you do that. There's nothing under the bed. She hears, Until there is. She hears a noise. She sits up real quick. And then she looks again under the bed. And, and he's driller. Like, he's like slowly, Tunnel. like yeah, like slowly walking towards her and just like fucks her in the mouth. I am go. I am choosing. I know I made a joke of it, but I am choosing to believe that it was just shown to us. But in reality, this doll was. I'm like, sorry. Wing. I'm sorry. The second I see anything moving under the bed, I'm like, you know what? 
fuck you, you're on the bed, yeah. I'm fucking living. I think my reactions are faster than hers, I agree. But we're superhuman, she's just normal human. Mm, you're right. She's actually more sex human than we are. That's true. Unfortunately, yeah. we She's try. just pure sexual yes. energy. Right. She's like half sex. Right. So apparently, Tunneler drills her in the mouth so hard that uh, Steven Seagal on the bed doesn't hear any of it, and he's just like, Oh, and you're right. Weirdest hey, scene hey, in the okay? whole movie. Oh, like, why is that? Like, oh, man. takes fuck doll to a whole I, new level. I actually like this, and here's why. One, because you want a fuck doll. De- and here's four reasons why. One, <laughs> yes. Two, I actually think this might be the best kill in the movie. In this terms is of the. How, like, I was. This is the actual horror. scary. Yeah, is. this is the horror kill. Like this weird little doll stretches its jaw and lets leeches out that eat through your skin. That's this, fucked up. This doll is appropriately named Leech Woman. Right. It was at this point in the movie I was like thinking, if all this ancient Egyptian magic is about giving life to inanimate objects, someone would use this to bring a fuck doll to life. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And then they pay the ultimate price. I mean, let's let's be fair. The old guy probably fucked this doll. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I actually thought that's a wide mouth. In terms of not just slasher horror, this was like my favorite kill. I this, was like, that's messed up. This is probably the like most horrifying. Visceral. Kill. It's very visceral. Yeah, yeah, yeah he gets sucked to death. This doll, which is like, you know, a little girl doll comes up and it starts like doing some sex things on him. Yeah, licking his nips. Yeah, yeah and then it, it just yeah, pops it these giant leeches out of its mouth. I don't know how you... bigger like, than its head. He yeah. thinks it's his sex mancer. Yeah, how do you not realize? Like that, first of all, the blindfolded. Mouth is... We've done taste tests. Everything changes. All right, you, you don't think you can tell my mouth from Craig's mouth? Look at the size of that mouth. It's the bristles, actually, that would get me. <laughs> yeah, that's how I know. You're going a little bit. Did we get in there? You get in there. And so, true to her name, Leech Woman coughs up a bunch of giant leeches onto... Yeah. Harking back to Alex's vision. Boom. Yeah. It's exactly it, it, it is a good effect. Like, its mouth distends and its face mm. becomes all fucked up. Oh, that is actually, the grossest thing That is actually one thing I love about this uh, movie in general. Aside from her... The only time you see puppet's face changes are in scene swaps. It's okay. never actual motion. It's like the spinny head. I mean, I, I do like the way spinny head does it. Because spinny head, awesome. like that's like a like a standard like puppet thing. Everyone else's is like one face is this. They're I, doing their thing. I, I can't remove. I legitimately. Um, I don't like Driller's design. I don't like Pinhead's design. I Blade, love Driller's design. Blade Blade can move his face a little. He his eyes he can like up and yeah. down, up and down and his and his the lower his mouth like he has a he has a, a jaw he yeah. has like an actual mm. I like Driller's design so much because it is the clown design mm. you if you're doing puppets yeah it's you like have a party it's like a party it. clown but instead of the party hat it's so a but, yeah but I, I, he also don't, has I don't like a like military the, uniform well, on I don't like yeah. when they CGI his eyes open that is weird that is legitimately oh, it, weird with with like the. No, no, that's no, no, that's that's Blade. That's Blade. Blade, and I like that. It just signifies that he's like. I just, into I just it. see him. I see him as like a pervert. When yeah, he's, that. Like, he's into it. It's a wooga. But no, I don't like when they open his eyes. Like if they just that left his weird. eyes like like you slanted, know. sort yeah. of like half closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Driller kills her. Leech kills him, and then you get um. What do we and want to call like it? Donkey a, Kong? It, the the Donkey leech thing I mean, is like pinhead. A, pinhead. No, you don't like that. I don't like it. But I, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I recognize so, it. Okay. Uh, but it's also a good setup kill because the, the leech thing is like slowly bleeding him to death and he's screaming. Yeah, Everyone just hurts. thinks he's having loud sex. Because, oh, and it has made a point to show everyone is sick of them having sex. Everyone's <laughs> like, come on, keep it down oh, over I'm there. Saying, oh, hold, yeah. on, hold on, hold on. How many people, you know, assuming you are single, would have denied... The, oh, the other person's sex. Alex, oh, Dana hits on Alex and says, come on in, and he goes, no. Like, how many of us people in this room, if you were single, would say, no, I'm not Zero. Gonna, like, zero. zero. It's zero. 
It's zero. Wait, DJ's like, well, mm. hold on. Did the new trails come out? Because I might have been. <laughs> Do I have a video game back in my hotel? <laughs> yeah, I might. I might be busy that night. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not saying like she is. I agree with what you're saying. I do think I am, I am more attracted towards the widow. But she but has she got is a, what it she, takes. Yeah, she's going to get my dick. Also, I don't know if this says more about me than it should. Her vibe, I feel it. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah, yeah. I, I like, like people who mean to you. I like as weird it, ladies. As it yeah. turns out, though, like Alex is like the most vanilla, too. milk toast uh, right. dude oh, yeah. ever. Yeah, so like it, after, after the kill scene, it switches to him. He's in bed. He's like, quiet down, you guys. When they're pillow, what, doing the pillow. Yeah, when the, he's yelling... Cause he's dying and shit, and, and then he—that was a good setup. I liked, I liked how that paid off. Yeah, and then he goes out of the room, and then Dana comes up, and she has a bottle of she's sherry. Wasted. She's wasted. She has Leroy in her arm. Yeah, like, she's like, nice dick, one fuck. <laughs> yeah, more or less, exactly. And he's like, oh, I, I don't he, know. He's, he, so yeah, that's the thing. He's the guy <laughs> who is like perpetually the nice guy, and then complains they never get sex. Yeah, pushes his glasses up, fixes his bow tie, like all those. He's like, why do these girls not want to have sex with me? I'm so nice to them. She just said she wanted to have sex with you, which. Oh, he never complains. This man has never thought about sex in his life. That is, <laughs> that is the he's guy. He's from he is. Connecticut, where we don't. Yeah, have exactly. Sex. That's true. Which There's follows no sex in, in these borders. It follows into a scene I legitimately love. Is Dana walking into a room, looking in the mirror, and it, <coughs> I like that it chooses to not do the classic horror camera pan. You see him in the mirror. No, instead. It straight actually, up shows yeah. you him in the chair. I was legitimately, I was focused on the mirror in that scene. Like, right. they're gonna show something in this mirror. I like that they instead flipped the camera and just showed you straight up. Here he is. And then showed her recognizing yeah. it. I'm trying to think, like though, that. like, like yeah, was, so that, was that Neil actually... Neil propped up in the chair again. Right. So, was that actually a misdirection? I'm, not, I'm trying to think of a movie from that era that did that, like, trope. And I uh, can't think of one. Uh, Chucky. Chucky does the camera trope. I thought trope. Chucky was 90s, though. Oh, I don't know. Chucky's like Chucky's a, it's, it's a newer classic horror. Yeah, I don't know. It might be 90s, but Chucky Child's definitely play, did I that. I think it's 90s, yeah. Child's play. You know what? We have internet. Yeah. Okay, would you do me a kind of... Yeah, sure. I'll figure out So, in that scene, Neil, it, it flips the camera, shows him in his chair, then flips back to her looking at the mirror, and instead of showing us through the mirror like I was saying I didn't want, it shows her just react to it, to which she goes... She doesn't react like you would expect. Uh, oh, 88. The original Child's Play was before right before this. this. Yeah. Wow. And... I appreciated that. Instead, it shows her just be like, "Child's Play, knew... does, Child's Play does like the like the bathroom mirror thing, yeah. right? Yeah, where Closing they close the mirror it, and yeah. he's there." Surprisingly, yeah. though, for a, for a movie about killer dolls, this movie takes very little from Child's Play. Yeah, yeah. I it, would I would say that to its credit. Yeah. To Although yeah. I mean, arguably, you could say it was probably filmed before. Yeah, Child's and Play written. Who knows when they were each yeah. written? Whatever. But so I'm gonna give it credit. She she instead of being the scared woman, instead is like. Neil, you fuck. I know that something's going on. You're a real piece of shit, and we're good. And she turns back to she, Leroy she and like says, a "Spell on him." Yeah, and she turns to Leroy and says, "Don't worry, he's not gonna mess with us anymore." To which Pinhead comes out of nowhere, snaps her leg, and throws her on the bed. And here's my least favorite thing about the movie: the way she handles Pinhead three times, yeah. despite being oh, she's real dumb. She's been mutilated, punched, strangled by him. All she does is grab him and throw him. That's it. Just grab it, him. It works him. the same every time. Yeah, he gets back. I mean, and to gets be fair, her. that is like literally everyone's reaction. Like, reaction. To well, him. Child's Play, like we were saying, plays off that. Mm -hmm. It shows them throw him. And Chucky, at one point, I don't know if it's in Child's Play one or two, he's like, "Do you really like? I'm plastic. Like, what are you doing?" And then he kills the person. You know, I've never seen a Child's Play movie. No, sorry, I have seen the first one because I vividly remember I was in. I was still, I, I might have just gotten to middle school. So uh, I, I had a friend that moved away to Plainville, which okay. is like, which was like an hour away from. Yeah. And I remember I would go to his house occasionally and do like, you know, like weekend sleepovers at his yeah. house because 
trying to keep, you know, my friends. Right. And we watched that movie in his six-year-old sister's room, which was <laughs> surrounded by dolls. Oh, Scary. God. Scary. Uh, Child's Play is based off of a haunted house in Rhode Island. Really? Yeah. Uh, there's a, a house where the the story goes, mm-hmm. um, rich family, child, and they had a, uh, a, a butler slash whatever groundskeeper okay. lady. And the lady watched after the kid, and the kid would constantly be influenced by the doll. Eventually, the wife died, and the house burned down, and they blame it on the doll. And then It's similar to Annabelle, yeah. but it's this leather-bound... You can look up pictures of it. It's a leather-bound doll. <laughs> Creepy. But what I'm like, saying is... I feel is, like anything leather-bound is... What creepy. I'm saying is uh, Bride, Bride of Chucky. Anyone seen it? No. Uh, no. That might be my pick next year. That's a phenomenal movie. It's the return to form for Child's Play. I, I, I will say I, I don't know what I've seen of Chucky. Okay. I, I can't... Like, I, I know I've seen... And they were on TNT a lot. So I've, you've probably yeah. seen some of I've seen scenes. Like, yeah. I remember, like, one of the Chucky movies where it's like, I don't know, a paintball... Uh, I think that's Child's Play three. Yeah, paintball gallery or something. But is then anyone, like Chucky replaces the the paintballs with, with real, real bullets, gun, yeah. and is kids anyone, start um, killing is each other. Everyone else very uncomfortable the way that Craig is just kind of sitting. No, I, like, he's I like, prefer it. Guys, this is my cock. No, I prefer <laughs> he's seducing us. We're gonna draw like one of our friends. Yeah, I prefer it. So, um, but the point of all this is that I didn't love. Her. I I love that she's calm through it her, because that her makes scene, sense. I, her scene is very well shot, and yes. it is a very, like, I don't know, it's a, it's a good scene. Especially she's the, an idiot. And, and this is where we get the what? payoff of her original vision. She's the one that was chased by Blade and mm-hmm. cut up. I and do it after the, her original yeah, vision. Yeah, it was really she's, like, weird. touching her neck. And as it turns out, the way she ends up getting killed is... Yeah. Sliced. Pit, yeah, Pit yeah. corners her in an elevator, and then Blade comes down and slices her. Yeah, I will say it was really weird when they got Wesley Snipes to show up. Uh, it's impressive, yeah. is what it is. I, I mean, this is before tax evasion, so yeah. it was really expensive. It's before Blade. This was where their whole budget well, Is this Blade 1? Was this or before this, Major League? Or is this Blade 2 with Guillermo del Major, Toro? Yeah, Major League's 80s. Or 90s, 90s right? yeah. 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 But I do like that she actually fights back instead of just gets killed. Yeah, but she's I, constantly I didn't, doing I didn't point out, like, she literally throws the thing down the stairs and then takes the elevator down. down. I'm going to credit that to panic, click a button, because yeah, you're about to get murdered. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she dies, which is sad. So now we have all of our main characters, except Alex and the wife, dead. Which leads into what I consider the best horror element of this whole movie. What, the, uh, the, the dream? Alex has dreams. He follows up on the dreams. He's still going. Yeah, and we then find out get... that they ran out of budget so they had to do the same scene twice. So, yeah. They didn't do it twice. It was different. The lighting was they... different and the lines so, yeah, were the slightly first... the, 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 uh, the stairway one was the Identical, same. Identical, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the first the first dream is uh, the wife, Megan, comes to his door and says, I want to show you something. Leads him upstairs to like the top floor of the hotel into a locked room. And then the locked room is this white ballroom and it's this third time we've seen it because it's the room he's seen in his vision yep. yep where neil shows up dances with her and then says you can't, you can't save, save her. her and shoots her well he never pulls the trigger can't the dream ends her. before it yeah. you don't want to be saved don't save her right um and the second time identical lighting in the hallway is different he calls out a satan she was a statement she was gonna say and they go in, and it's not the ballroom; it's the hotel room of the European dude that the puppet master. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah. Yeah, this the guy's name is Andre, like the giant, yeah. Andre three thousand. Yeah. And he immediately recognizes all this as, oh, this is not good. I think it was Ludon. Rushes Tou- her. Uh, Toulon. Oh, Toulon. Toulon. Andre yeah. Toulon. He recognizes all this. They read some of the notebook. This is where you get the saying. You know what? I love these puppets, but I fear that not in my control in the wrong hands they could be dangerous i have a question because 
You see, like, a banner with his name. So, like, are we supposed to, like, assume he was, like, a, like a I, traveling, like... I, like the, the impression we get is that Toulon himself was not an evil dude. Yeah. He was just... Yeah, he was a puppeteer who used this magic well, to enable it even, a puppet It says show. in the book, I love them like I love my kids. They, they're, they're, in the beginning, there was a, a, a banner that was, like, marionette. So it did seem like he was, like, a professional puppeteer yeah. right, of mm-hmm. some renown. Um, renown? Renown? It's renown. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. And Alex immediately is like, we got a bolt. He grabs her. They sprint all the way down to the common room, and he has a vision. <laughs> nice. And the vision is of everyone having dinner. So he's like, oh, they're in yeah. the dining room. Yeah. And he goes into the dining room, and he does see them sitting at the table, yeah. but it's their bodies that And, and this is where out. the guy looks no longer anything like Stephen Skull. He looks literally like Nathan Barnett. Yep. Trevor the Wallace. I also like this because when um, when uh, Horny Mancer gets killed, mm-hmm. you don't actually see it. It's a cutaway shot. But when you see her in the dining room, she's got a big hole in her face. And I think yep. that was a cool delayed payoff to oh, that. Yeah. Her lower, her, like lower mouth is just all blood. Yeah, yeah she got great uh, mouth. Uh, Teresa, Classic. Teresa has a big head wound. Oh no, Teresa's not there. She's there. No, Teresa's not there. She's not there. Teresa's Alice. I remember she comes back later, so you're right. Yeah. Uh, the other two have a slit neck. Uh, Dana has the slit neck, and uh, the horny dude has like holes yeah. all in his chest from the leeches. And Neil shows up, and he's and this like, is the plot this is the this is where you finally get like what the fuck's going on yeah so neil is you know very much an evil wizard and he very much married his wife just to get into the hotel so that he could get to uh toulon's uh, he's always been quick with the ladies he says that yeah yep um and he did shoot himself but he used the same magic that toulon used to bring the puppets to life to bring himself back to life effectively making him immortal which they do point out natural yeah yeah and he's like oh but you can't kill me you'd have to in, you have to destroy every bit of me and you don't have the ability to do that also, this is i want to point out that this is like very much the remake of 13 ghosts at this point <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah pretty much yeah and it's like oh you're not actually dead and you lured us here to use us yeah. and yeah well, specifically, like, i really liked the remake of 13 yeah ghosts. it was pretty good it had shaggy from Scooby-Doo. it's a movie yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Matthew Lillard. Yep. Yeah, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And uh, Tony Shalhoub. Call him by his name, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Well, Shaggy let's be perfectly Scooby-Doo. fair. Matthew Lillard has basically made his career to this day out of playing Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. He actually... He was, owns that role. There so. was a petition out there because the most recent cartoon is the first time that Matthew Lillard will not be voicing Shaggy since 2000. Are you talking about the Courage movie that they're talking about? No, 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 no. The show that came out. Okay. The, the remake yeah. of the show. It's the first time in over, like... 15 years he because he went on and scream after the movie he went on to voice the animated versions of shaggy he i mean that's the thing is like he like i mean he took on I, I, in all yeah. seriousness like he was like like you think about it like, i can't think of an actor who would have been a better shaggy yeah and yeah. when yeah, he they, owned the role when so. they made this new one despite matthew lillard being like in his early 40s they cast someone else and the internet went fucking nuts mm-hmm. for it um but anyways I will say, I, you know, to be fair, the internet sucks. Yes. Uh, this but... this exposition dump and plot setup, I also thought was very well done. You see Neil, he's being a fuckbag. He talks about why he's a fuckbag. You see all the yeah. dead bodies reanimated. Essentially, the reason that he brought them here was so that, one, if he, if they, he, he's afraid that eventually they would figure out what he's done. Because, which... relating to the very beginning of the movie, 
They're all yeah. linked together psychically. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we find out that he brought all these people together to find the puppet master. Yeah. And but we find out that he didn't want them involved in the final product, which is eternal life. Mm-hmm. Well, so, he does, but his idea of what he's going to do with them now is bring them here, kill them, reanimate them, but they will be like slaves to him now. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so, he's the puppet master! And he also says, like, oh, well, now that I've moved on to animating bodies, fuck these puppets. Yeah. Yeah. And he the puppets good. you see in the no, background no, no, no. are Actually, like... I will say, he, the puppets only turn on... You see it. The puppets turn on him when he punches the shit out of his wife. But he does yeah. say, DJ's right, he does say, I'm done with these wooden puppets. I don't and remember he, the exact he, Well, he wants to bring real people back. Right. But, yeah. he, but no, but he says, it I'm gets done an, with them. It gets an emotional reaction out of them, but you yeah. do yeah. Have, see the turning point. Yeah, but then you, you see that, but yeah, he, he goes and he straight up punches his wife in the face. Yep. And slaps his friend. And, and the puppets him. get really pissed off about that. That was actually hilarious. Because she that, goes to slap actually, him and he just like dodges her. Bam. He catches her hand and then just straight up Falcon punches yeah. her, right? But dead the... serious, that is the best part of it. Like that is the like the yeah. most well written part of this movie is the puppet's reaction to that. Yeah. Because that is the best foreshadowing yeah. in the movie. And it is and the he like beats the shit out of Alex, continues mm-hmm. to slap and push her aside, and the only saving grace is that he gets shoved into the you elevator. Call it Alice. Uh, no, maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, Ellen like, does show back up, and Megan, she's all crazy. Yeah, whatnot. but they deal with her like almost instantly. They just avoid her. Uh, They're just like, Alice, go to your room. She's like, oh okay. ah, shit, I wasn't ready for this. And then he's in the elevator, and Pinhead yeah, he closes fucked. the elevator on Neil, and all of a sudden you start to see what I thought was very cool. Although he is immortal. Minus destroying his whole yeah, body. Yeah, they mentioned that he has to like they have to destroy all of him, but they just you know they just drill they, they just I, brain fuck him. What I like to assume is that the puppets continually fucked him until well not well hold on maybe I mean no, maybe I'm not gonna say that but they leached him the tumbler they continually cut him drilled leached like all the shit until his body was like they tortured him to his eternal soul mm-hmm. being gone. That's how I yeah because to be it. fair like the next scene we see after this is the next day. Yeah, and it's like they just. Oh, oh, we talked the, about the, this. The summary is that the, the puppets all turn on Neil and murder him. We talked about this. It does not make sense, but Alex is trying to save Neil. He's trying yeah. to open the elevator to save Neil. Again, Alex is just the nicest guy I ever. think that's he all it is. He's just I like, think it might just be like, I mean, regardless of how fucked up this guy is, I mean, I've, I, obviously, I've never been in this situation. I feel like it still sucks to see someone getting murdered. Yes. Alex also seems to be, of the group, the one that was, like, the least like burnt by neil yeah like you know what no i I, i'll give everyone a chance yeah you were too hard on neil i don't know so that's (laughs) hard on neil what (laughs) so that's fine um and then the next day i actually if if they had put an extra scene of coping with the situation i'd be more into the ending but regardless you get the next day uh megan is saying to alex like that was crazy Please travel safe. Like, are you? Is everything okay? And he's like, I'm fine. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, one thing. One thing. Craig pointed out is the dog barked during the dining room. He, scene. he did. The dog, uh, Leroy, the stuffed uh, mm-hmm. Palmer. No, uh, it's, it's it's an ugly dog. It's Shih Tzu. Is that that dog? It is not Japanese Chin. Maybe those are the show dogs with the long hair. And it's all it's not. It's oh, ugly. like it's, Jennifer Aniston. Baby. It's not that kind of dog though. But either way, it's a small dog with long hair and it's adorable. Uh. It did bark, you're right. And then at the very end, so she says all this. So th- this is the point of the, the story where, like, if this was, like, a regular horror movie, uh, Alex would, like, you know, 
actually do something yeah. and like set up something with Megan and it would like be a close up and then you know it'd be like tender and like oh they're gonna get back together yeah. uh, gonna get together eventually you know? yeah. but like they took it you know, I'll they let you explain turn. it so but it's a different interest interesting so the choice. turn is of course he leaves she mm-hmm. he's like well that was crazy he's like, well, like the actual more. cinematography the the camera's like oh up it's, above, it's, it's and it's two it's a story up it actually shows the staircase you're a story yeah, it's up. very impersonal yeah and he's just saying like are you okay she's like yes i understand he's like okay well i'm gonna be out of here she's like don't miss your cab and he goes out and she's turns around and starts walking up the stairs and, and she's, she's holding the dog leroy she's holding a stuck it sh- it yep. looks stuffed at this point and i noticed it right away when they did like the the cut is like the dog is now it's not right. it's, it's an actual dog now. and you see her act like talk to the dog call it leroy and the dog reacts to her and she sets it down and you're like she was she the puppet was the master, puppet master. she yep. she figured it out used the whole guise of gale of, of neil Ga- what was his last Gallagher? Gallagher. Uh, I was going to say Gaiman. I mean, she, uh, I mean she basically used her, the friends to kill Neil. To get right. Neil out of the way. Right. To get Neil and the friends out of the way. Because I assume at some point she learned about Neil's connection to everyone else. Yeah. She had to have. So she uses all yeah. of that, wipes all of them out except the good boy who wanted to bone her. In addition to being the literal puppet master controlling the puppets... She was also manipulating everyone yeah. as a figure. In no, and that, that's why I think like that was that was and the good like that was definitely like yeah. the, and, and the quality part of the movie. She could just let Alex go because he doesn't have a psych- yeah. psychic psychic link to her. Yeah, as, and, and as far as a you know a Yale professor, he's a fucking dumb fuck. He's an idiot. Yeah. But also, I want to say I did call this like halfway through. I mean, we well, all she was. It is. Yeah, it's, all, it's a good, good twist. We all said that, like, like, that would be a good twist if they did this, yeah. and they did. How and many, they don't. They don't so like sit there and explain it either. Like that is the last shot of the movie is I mean, her with the dog which is basically like the end of the thriller video where michael jackson yeah that's exactly what it is. well and i think but, the implication is that her family like ran the hotel and were like i mean because her family ran the hotel like forever rem- so they they had to have known basically remember when dana i just saw this remember when dana was in her room with neil in there and i said what if the dog turned around and winked <laughs> it fucking happened i didn't even think about that but yeah the the end of the movie was like, it doesn't ever really explain Megan's motives for, for doing yeah. all of this exactly. But it gives you just enough that you're like, oh, so, no, you know, I'm okay with this. Yeah. So my, I don't need to know. There can there can be unknowns in a horror movie. So there, should my, be, like, there should be unknowns. Yeah, so my over-analysis of it, you know, the, the way that I foresee in my mind what happened is, so Neil came here looking for the Puppet Master. Um, the entire time the family running the hotel were the puppet masters. Yep. You know, Neil finds out this information, kills the parents. Yeah, he does. We didn't mention that, but he does. And, uh, you know, the, the, the mom from How I Met Your Mother is like, he, she knows this and to get back at him has his friend show what, up. What if there is two, three puppets added that we did not see prior to this? What if the parents' souls are in those puppets? Well, that's, well so the thing is, he says the first test was was the them. So what if like the mom was the lich, the the leech lady, and the dad was the 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 pin? Well, so he talked about how he was bringing people back. He was trying, but maybe he, he started on puppets. He was trying. She's the puppet master this whole time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what the fuck he does. Yeah. I'm just saying that would make yeah. sense why so they would I, react I so negatively like, like my, as well. My, well that's right. Even the new puppets were in her control because they turned on him when he turned. Exactly. On her. So what if, when all that happened and they saw it, 
the parents' souls yeah. were in, and that's why they got so pissed. They were yeah. like, "You fucking hit our dog! Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna Maybe. get you!" That, that's that's a good uh, that's a good theory. We haven't yeah, seen past. So, so yeah, like I said, my over analysis is that Neil thought he was in control. His wife was in control the whole time, and basically did all this to like fuck him over, so like to make him think that he was in control and to get him fucked. And over to kick him out, yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty much who is who the fuck is this interloper? Yeah, trying to fuck him. with this house business. Mm-hmm. I'm the puppet yeah, master. You don't fuck in this bodega. I yeah. fuck in this bodega. Right. <laughs> Although it was the pervs that fucked in yeah, that bodega. Yeah, 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 everyone. Yeah, except, yeah, except for Alex. I was right. about to say yeah. everywhere this bitch went, someone fucked in this bodega. Right. Also, uh, you shouldn't fucking about this. I, I, yeah. My memories of this movie were mostly the puppet's point of view stuff, um, and that I didn't remember the twist ending, so that was good for me. Uh, I liked this movie way more than I did while watching it. Talking about it has made me be like, oh, wait a minute. That actually was pretty fucking cool, and that was pretty cool. That was stupid, but that was really cool. I'm kind of coming around as we're talking, to be more fond of this movie than I think I should be? Um, I would say I... In, so, I enjoyed watching this movie. I think, like a lot... Honestly, like a lot of like classic like 80s horror movies, if you watch them with the mindset of this is going to be scary and serious, you're probably right. not... Like, but I, I, at this point in, you know... And honestly, in film's history, like those movies rarely hold up to current horror standards. Right. And that's yeah. why I'm going to defend being older in this point as a kid that's still terrifying well that's the thing. Oh, yeah. like if you yeah. watch it like i mean you watch this as like you know as like an eight-year-old or something yeah. like that's still relatively like whoa like that's still relatively like you, you don't know, know tropes effects. you don't know styling well, it's, it's, still, know... it's still relatively current effects at that point like yeah. like you know at, at eight-year-olds like what like what movie like horror, what horror movies came out in 1998 uh i mean i can't think of any but yeah dark I mean, city I, there you go it's funny because I actually looked that up earlier. Oh, like, Dark City. Y'all were like, you don't know any old movies. I was like, Dark City. I've seen that one. Ninety eight. That's the thing. Like, I think Sons of the Lambs was what two thousand. Uh, no, it's nineties. That's nineties. I don't know what. It might year. be like ninety. Yeah, I don't know uh, what year, but like, it's ninety. Red Dragon is two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And probably and Hannibal Hannibal's two thousand. Yeah. So it's end. Yeah, you're right. It's end nineties. Uh, but but in general, um, what about you? So, to to Craig, Sons of the Lambs is ninety one. <laughs> Hmm. I remember Craig was trying to say something that we, this movie is structurally a little weird. Right. I think I kind of get what he's saying, and that this movie, kind while it all it's makes sense, while while it all makes sense in the end, the movie kind of strings you along a little bit at the beginning, yeah. and you have a little bit of a hard time figuring out where they're going. And if you don't know the movie, then you're you know you're obviously coming into it with a bit of a skeptical eye, like are they going to actually pay this off? Right. I think that in the end, the movie does actually pay itself off. Well, I, I feel like this movie would hold up really well on a rewatch when you actually know what's going on and can then pay attention to the little it seemed, details. Yeah, it seems like something I where you can like find would, stuff. So I want to say that I was surprised by this movie. This is actually a surprisingly good movie to you me. You thought I was bringing another Bleeders. <laughs> I thought you were bringing another Bleeders. I ended up being relatively impressed by this movie. When this movie wants to have a good horror scene, as a good horror... When this movie tries to be funny, it's actually funny. Yeah. And it's fairly unique. Like so I said, still, I was, hold on. So you think the movie tried to be funny? I do think it tried okay. to be funny. Okay. I, I, I would think agree that, with that there's definitely like some moments where it's like, oh, this is kind of silly, but we know and we want the, you to laugh. The more. nasty bitch line. It doesn't overdo yeah. it. Like it's not trying to. It's not trying to beat you over the head with it. But the movie is not taking itself super seriously. So it's like a step below Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, it's below Cabin. It's not as like 
tongue in cheek as Cabin in yeah, the Woods. Yeah, honestly, I would say it's a step below Scream because Scream is a step below Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Scream, and, I would, I would not. While it's, they're it, both, uh, it's not self parody in any. Yeah, way. while they're it's, both like, not, on the genre topics, mm-hmm. I, Scream is separate from. I mean, so, to be fair though, I think Cabin in the Woods is a legitimately good horror movie that also happens yeah. to be a satire. But it is, it is not a movie that takes itself super seriously. Right. At the end of the day. It is here to be fun, scary, gory entertainment. Yeah, and, and it is. Craig, have you yeah. seen Cabin in the Woods? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, I was about to say like. Yeah, I, come on, new yeah. horror guy over here. Yeah, I was about to say. I think I feel, I feel like Cabin in the Woods is like uh, the best new horror movie. No, Get Out's better. Yeah, doesn't doesn't Thor Get Out? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, get... get Out's maybe my. F- it's top five horror movies all time mm-hmm. for me. Get Out's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've all talked. Oh. Did- yeah, Jake. Jake I, I gave my analysis. Oh, okay. I think I did. I, at yeah, least you I, did. I gave my over analysis. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. Did. Well, I think um, I definitely think I can't judge it too harshly because modern movies they have learned from all, all yeah. their predecessors, like we learned with yeah. It Follows. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's not like the new movies aren't drawing from these old movies and improving upon them. Yeah. So it's a very long process. So when you have like movies from the 70s and the 80s when the genre is still new and growing and figuring stuff out, you can't be like, oh, well, this isn't like the, the movie I saw two kind years ago. Kind of like, the, I'm not calling this movie this, but kind of like the turn on Citizen, on K- Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah. Citizen Kane for 50 years was the greatest movie of all time. And as that genre became so special, it was like, oh, yeah. that's kind of, yeah. I'm not calling this movie the Citizen Kane of horror. I'm just saying... <clears throat> Yeah, Parallel. Citizen I, I, was great because of like this cinematography. Yeah, I think thing. we talked about. I mean, I know me and Kevin have talked about it multiple times. I feel like yeah. anyone who watches Citizen Kane now is going to say this is a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. probably because they you, just you, have like, modern sensibilities. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. You you can't like Citizen Kane is fucking boring. It's like listening to Metallica as your '80s heavy metal, and then listening to a 2000s thrash metal band and being like, they don't play as fast. And it's like, yeah, have of course you, they don't. They have you, started have you heard, it. Have you heard about the uh, the uh, the Black Album uh, 30th anniversary? No, but what? So there is a album coming out this September, which is literally nothing but uh, cover songs of songs off the Black Album by famous artists today. I'll withhold judgment. So there is a... Does a, Nickelback do one? No, but there's, I'm out. there's a Miley Cyrus and Elton John cover of Nothing Else Matters. There's a uh, Don't forget Darius Rucker. Yeah, there's a Darius Rucker cover of Nothing Else Matters. In. All right, I'll listen um, to the What album. is it? There is a... Uh, Does he do Wagon Wheel in the middle of Nothing Else Matters? Because I'm in. What is the, what is I prefer so- beer and sunshine. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> it, it, it is like... There's a... I, I think... Enter Sandman is an entire disc of covers. Like there's like thirteen different covers of Enter Sandman on it. Does Corn do one of them? Corn's not on there. Does Disturb do one of them? No, I, I'm you, out. You have to look at the other list. Of I'll, I'll look at it when we're done. So let, let's get oh, let's oh, get okay. through this. Get, yeah, can I yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get through this. Uh, I think we had more tangents than usual, just because. I think it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I think I just because of like COVID and us yeah. not being able to have all four of us together yeah. just talking. So, but uh, let's see. I would say. Uh, there's definitely a story. There's definitely plot. It yeah. has somewhere it wants to go. It has three titties. Yeah, three titties. Those are great. <laughs> That's uh, two more than you need. And uh, the acting was good. I, I like the characters. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was thinking about how many titties you need for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me count the titties again. Three minus two. I don't know. And I do like it had some twists that even though we did call them like halfway through the movie, it still was pretty neat. And it definitely hit like the pips that you would expect from a horror movie. Uh, my only re- thing is like with the, 
the pacing and where they yeah. decided to put the plot elements and how they I, did it. And that's just my bias as someone who likes new horror. But overall, it was a good film. Yeah. I, I I'm going to say that I think this is going to be objectively the worst movie we watch. Uh, let me go through. 20 in there. Uh, yeah, do we want to say what the movies we're watching are? We'll do it at the end. I'm going through my head. Maybe. I think I think it will be objectively the worst movie. I don't think it will be everyone's least favorite movie. That's a fair point. So I, let's yeah, do I, I don't think this will be a Halloween July where we have a bad movie. I think all the movies yeah. are going to be good. So let's go through our last two things. Which That's is, what you think. I'm right. still wild card in it. Right. Oh. Which is uh, our breaks. personal scores, 1 out of 10 like we always do, and our Rotten Tomato guesses. Let's start with, because it's easier, our Rotten Tomato guesses. Uh, you start. I'm going to guess... I'm going uh, to pull it up but not I'm going to give it, it. a uh, 56. Wait, are we doing Rotten Tomato guests? Fans and critics? No, so just critics. critics. Just critics. Okay. I'm going to give it a 56. I've got Rotten open. I won't search till I'm we're done. I'm pretty sure we also did fans. We, we've done we've multiple done things, but the the critic is what we've... I think, I think what we've done is we've done it... You know, we... I think we've done what the critic and then what we think it would be, which is kind of like the fan review right. as well. So, but what'd you say, 54? I'd say 56. 56, DJ? I think the critics are going to be uh, abnormally hard on this movie because it's in an era where the the whole like slasher movie genre and we know how much DJ loves abnormal oversaturated. So I'm going to say 37. I am going to do the thing I was too cowardly to do last year and say, I don't think this has a, a score. Okay. I'm going to guess that there's no score on it as uh, my score. I think the fan opinion will be way higher and they'll have like a cult classic kind of thing. But I think the critics will kind of be middling on it and my guess would be 53. All right. Let's look up Puppet. Eight, 82 is my fan guess. Did you say 53? Yeah, 53. You said 52? Six. Okay. I I had had 50, he only thought about Price is Right in me. I <laughs> had 53 in my thought way earlier before That's exactly finished. what someone who copied me would say. I Kevin, guess. did you guess before you looked? He said yep. no. He said no rating. I said no. no. Rating. Oh, right, right. Uh, and as of right now, oh God, I might have to look it up on Google. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes didn't come up with even the movie, so I'm going to Google Puppet Master, which is 1989. Here we go. 43%. Hmm. That's you, right? I said 56. I said 53. I said 37. 37. He is the closest. He's the closest. Yeah. DJ Without wins it. going over. Yeah. Damn it, I botched it. Um, now let's do, uh, just real quick, our personal ch- score. Just give me a 1 through 10 like we always do. But I want to know the one thing you change. Okay. Because I have one, so, so I need to make sure you okay. all have uh, So I would give it a 6 out of 10. Solid. And I would say less of the setup more of the uh like like go more into what's going on with them at the hotel okay like like i think it gave us like 20 minutes of the intro and then like 30 minutes of like introducing the characters okay and i think that was just too much okay um i would actually give it i would say a solid eight out of ten okay um i would say that if there was one thing i would change it's actually give me more of the puppets yeah okay um and i don't i don't think you necessarily changed the setup because i feel like i feel like it did a decent enough job of giving you the information about the characters gradually without ever making it feel like it was an exposition dump okay but i do feel like maybe the puppets should have been more present throughout so like you could have used that to just gradually build up the the problem is that it goes from zero to a hundred really quick and there's not a whole lot of build up between so i would have liked to see or even if you're not seeing the puppets, but like see evidence that they're there and that something is going on before they just start murdering people. Yeah, so I, I kinda wanna touch on that. Like I think I think DJ's thinking kind of the same way I was, 
Where I mean, he wants some of the setup still, but and he wants more of the puppets, which kind of ties into me wanting you know mm-hmm. more of the what's going on and when they get to the hotel. Mm-hmm. I think they spent way too much time giving us in the beginning, you know, Blade's montage running up to the room. Like we didn't right. need fifteen minutes of him. Right. Running around like all the shit. Right. Yeah, honestly, you could have just shown Blade in the beginning, like when the puppet master's working on him, and then. Yeah. I, uh, enough. I will give it. Hold on, I'm up next. On, just on your point, I think, like, they showed enough from, like, the, the Asian puppet of, like, it being, like, alive and doing things on itself that it, they didn't need all that Blade stuff. Just exactly. To, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to. I think I'm going to piggyback on DJ and give it an eight. Of its time, the 80s, what it did, not a standard slasher, uh, and the subversion. We've talked about the pacing issues. You're, you know, we're calling them issues, and I think I, I'm okay with calling them issues. I, I I, like that the ending made you go like, that's why I sat here for an hour and 20 and minutes. And I, I do think that if you watch this movie when it comes out, you know, there's so much less, like, horror movies that have been... To judge off to of. To judge off yeah. of that, like, that... You know, obviously, we I think literally all of us thought, like, it would be a good twist if she was the puppet right. master, right? And I don't think that's something you think watching this movie when For the it comes person. out. So, so, what I'll say when I change it is, so I'm going with an 8 out of 10 specifically because I liked that it was long, it was slow, it was boring, and the final 10 minutes is like, and here's why I made you sit through that. So, what I would change is one extra scene of where those puppets went. They kill... Like, after the fact? Yeah. They kill him in the elevator. Obviously, we know whatever they did. Who cares? We can speculate. The fact that Alex would just be okay with walking away from that elevator is the only issue I have. Okay. If those puppets, literally, if they just, like... what I, You know what I actually want? I know exactly what the scene I want. I want Neil, like, completely mutilated. Fucking... Whatever you want to show. Super gory, not gory. Disintegrate because it's magic. Whatever. Show the puppets die on the ground. Die. I'm putting die in quotes. Or show you know, like have, have the elevator like crash down to the bottom nope, of the shaft. No, 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 no. Fall over. Yep. Have the, oh, okay. have him have Alex open it up and be like, "That was the wildest five minutes of my life." Neil is very clearly just completely whatever, and the puppets life force dead as his like, oh, it's over. Just give me an it's over for Alex, and I'm happy as a client. You know the one thing, I'm sorry to like, you know, just one thing before Craig gets to mm-hmm. his thing is, the one thing I really did not like, like, I really, I, like, legitimately don't like this. Mm-hmm. Why did he have Mountain Dew blood? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, so first yeah. of all, he's supposed to be dead and reanimated, just no blood. Or black blood is a common thing yeah. for, well, like, Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, first, when uh, Tunneler drills into his leg, there is no blood on the puppet. There's some, so. But there is blood coming out of him. Yeah, his leg is all, like, fucked up and red. It, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Or not red, it's like it's a some, black I mean, there, there's some sort of, like, fluid coming out of yeah, him. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not enough to tell because it's coming into his I pants. do think the finger's green, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like, he, it was like, a very goosebumps sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you either, like like you said, like an icker or, like, just no blood at all because it's think, supposed to be, like, I think they did that because of his statement... I'm stronger, and you can't kill me. They had to show something that wasn't that human. made him like to prove that he was supernatural and not just a dude. Yeah, which, but I agree with you. But I think that's why they did it. Mm-hmm. All right, score what you'd change. One okay. thing. One thing. Oh, oh, one thing. One thing. Um, more sex. Right. So four titties. So mm, I, I'm kind of waffling in between like six point five and seven, but yeah. I think I that's probably... a six point seven five is what you're looking for. Okay, <laughs> yeah. a, a six point seven five. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I guess what I change is, uh, 
I had to pick one thing. Yep. I think it might be four titties. Yeah. I'd probably take less time out of that beginning, especially yeah. like as y'all said with the the, the, the puppet thing. Yeah. And put it in the center and just you can still have all the 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 the, the, the Egyptian magic and the, yeah. the the reveal and all that stuff at the end. That's fine. But like set up more between the characters themselves and their relationship to Neil in the hotel part before you get to the horror. So that way, when we get to all the, the shit going down and we get to the Neil revealing himself, we're like, oh, okay, okay. okay. Does, it, it has more of a punch to it, the reveal. Yeah. Does anyone wish we got more origin story on the actual magic itself? I wish we'd gotten I slightly feel like, less. I feel like that's sequel stuff, actually. Yeah, I feel like I, the sequels are going uh, to go into that actually way too much. Like, I, I, I think, though, like, I don't know, like, you're just supposed to accept that this is ancient magic, and I, yeah. I think that's okay. I would prefer them to have never called it Egyptian. I, I, yeah, maybe they okay. could just say that this Tolon guy had figured out some weird magic. Yeah, that mm-hmm. it's all him. That's actually. I think what I the like. moment you say alchemy, alchemy has so much shit mythologically. They, 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 they jump. Yeah. They jump around so much in like what type of like mythological magic they're trying to do here because mm-hmm. you know being a magician being which is i mean a magician's like not actually yeah doesn't do magic yeah. a wizard is what you think of for magic a magician's a guy doing tricks yeah and then you know they have <laughs> alchemy for how much <laughs> it's a little bit inconsistent whether it's talking about like the occult or whether it's talking about like cold reading miss cleo type psychics only... or if it's talking about stage magicians yeah. and it's only about all it's only confusing and stupid outside of the actual villain telling you what he did mm. like it's using all that shit as like we don't really know we're trying to learn and then the mm. the actual yeah. neil is like i figured it out and i got the proper spell and all that yeah. and you're like oh you did it everyone else is kind of fucking yeah, all over the place i think there's a lot of contradictions because i think egyptians weren't really into alchemy they were like you know ancient god magic ah, well that's past like that. the movie that's that's like yeah sun gods and shit yeah, yeah. They, they were like you know gods and shit and then alchemy was like you know a, a european yeah. like um you know, science uh both european and chinese yeah yeah but that that's all like that's meta stuff outside of the movie like i'm not worried about that the that's why i the wish stone. they had gone more vague mm-hmm. leave out no i'm actually yeah. saying this to your credit oh, like, okay leave, because okay. they tried to be specific about it they ended up being very inconsistent right yeah right they, they bit themselves yeah but that said i could still I, I i like this movie's universe where the occult is real and yeah it was funny and i'm i am interested in the sequels more i've seen them all but i don't know them yeah honestly yeah, well, I think puppet the, master uh, puppet master seven aka retro puppet master has uh has Greg Sestero as a I think young four? Uh, no, it's it's seven. I looked it up. He, like, okay. he had to check. There's a it lot is, more Puppet Master movies than you there's think. There's a lot of sure. them. Seven's not the last one, but Retro Puppet is there Master, Puppet Master in space. Greg Sestero plays Puppet a a a young version of Andre Tolone. So I'm interested huh. now. Oh. You turned me around. Now I know what I'm saying. I mean, this is a pre The Room Greg Sestero. This is 1999. If, if so. there's something you can never say about horror movies and their sequels. They delve into the lore of their universe heavy. All of them do it. Usually Jason, Michael, Leprechaun, Freddy, all of them go real into and it. And it, it's usually obviously to the yeah. detriment of the series. Yeah, I feel like learning more about Tolone is not actually going to help us. Agree. And I think, yeah, yeah, I kind of what you're talking about, like, you brought up, like, Nightmare, and Nightmare on Elm Street is, like, I have a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street in my history. Yeah, right. I think when I was eight and my younger brother was five or four, however old fuck I DJ? Yeah, DJ, my younger brother. Yeah. Um... 
they got him the box set of Nightmare for El- a Nightmare on Elm Street for Christmas. <laughs> Which at that point would have been what seven movies? It was all of them. It was and up it, to Wes Craven's. It included Nightmare. Wes Craven's. So eight. One. That's eight. That's mm-hmm. Wes Craven's is eight. Yeah, I think Wes Craven might have been nine nine. So I think Nick would have been six. Yeah. Either way, DJ. Like, yeah, DJ. Yeah. But I mean. That is another thing where, like, they keep adding things to, like, Freddy's backstory or, like, his, like, Making it worse. And it makes it worse. (laughs) And they often, like, change it from movie to movie where, like, what they said in the last movie doesn't... doesn't And that's why A New Nightmare was so successful because it was like, don't worry about that. We're in the real world. A New Nightmare was successful also because it was, like, a nice... It was, like, a meta movie. Well, it was screen in Freddy's world. And and those things, it also kind of, like, played off of Wes Craven's, like, success on screen where it was more of a satire of the Nightmare series. Yeah. So, uh, we're not going to address everybody's movies, because Jake still is next. Wild card. Breaks. Wild card. So, we're not going to address them yet. We do know Craig is next. Yep. And you know your movie. And you yep. can say what it is. You can say what it is. Uh, we will be doing 28 Days Later, the classic British zombie movie. It's 28, then 28 months. Weeks. And that's Weeks. it? Weeks. And there is no months. There's no months. As okay. far as far as where there's just twenty eight parsecs later, where they Thank go into the Star Wars universe and there's Star Wars on. That is a distance, which it still does. Did make he sense. not get my joke? We've seen. I haven't seen Solo, but I know it. But you have seen the. You have seen enough to get the parsec thing. Yes, it does actually. People say like, but that's a distance, not Luke, a time. Yeah, Lucas it, felt like Luke, like the a, not the Lucas. A Kessel the, Run is getting from point A to B, so doing it in a shorter manner is still impressive. It's like it's not about time; it's about how it's about taking the shortcut. You I, stupid. I, 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 is I'm, that I'm, a I'm fan sure, justification so I'm, I'm, or so a no, real? No, they, thing. They've done a a canon justification, which okay. DJ can probably explain. Oh, is there a canon justification? For the, plus for the Parsec thing. So yeah, the, so, so the, so the solo part, movie so, uh, gives yeah, the canon yeah. next. Uh, so I will say the original explanation, or how it was originally written, was that uh, the actor that played Obi-Wan... Yep. Uh, Alec so, Guinness. Yep, Alec yep. Guinness was a, a hardcore like theater actor who you know considered movies like shit. Like, yep. That's you know, true, when, he hated yeah, Star Wars. Like when you do movies, you are selling out and you are the lowest of the low. Yep. So he did not really want to be in the movies... So he didn't really act. Yep. He literally did almost everything deadpan. Yeah. And the point of that scene was supposed to be Han Solo is clearly bullshitting and Obi-Wan's supposed to see through it. Yeah. But it comes off as Obi-Wan's like, oh yeah. He yeah, did it. Happening. No, he did it. This guy got, he nailed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like the script actually calls for him to like roll his eyes and be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, basically it's supposed to be Han Solo is just using big words that are supposed to impress people. He's actually in him. Mm-hmm. But... In but I think DJ knows the the canon like the canon retcon. explanation, which showed up in the expanded universe and was later made canon by Solo, a Star Wars story, is that the Kessel Run reco- requires you to go past a cluster of black holes called the Maw in order to deliver from somewhere to Kessel, in order to get to Kessel, and you can shave time off the run by getting closer to the Maw. But the closer you get, the more danger you are of being pulled into the black holes. So doing it in eight parsecs, meaning eight parsecs away from the Maw, is a daredevil stunt because he he played chicken with the Maw closer than anyone else ever has. And won. And did. Mm-hmm. See, that's how I interpret it. Well, I'm happy that that's on the podcast now. <laughs> so- this is our Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll wrap up uh, this week's episode of uh, Man of the Machine Halloween in July. Four, we didn't come up with a clever name like we did for three. 
mm-hmm. which was what Evil Ted three. Or, I don't remember. The forthcoming. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Halloween in July. The forthcoming. Dream Warriors. What? <laughs> uh, this has been uh, Puppet Masters, a classic 1989 film. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'm DJ. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. And we've gone out of order. Thanks for listening. <laughs>